Now, self-esteem and motivation, people, are keys to success in life. Okay. Does anyone know what those terms mean? People, is anyone paying attention out there? Beavis, do you know what self-esteem means? Huh? Um, no. <laughs> Beavis is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very smart. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. What? Yeah? What does that mean? Woohoo! Ready for a fun-filled show? Oh, okay, that's all that meant. All right, so this is episode 183. <laughs> I love stumping him. And we're back. Uh, you we're back in a everyone. month. Yes, we're back in a month. Well, three weeks. I still think it's three weeks. Month. It was three six we recorded. All right, last. whatever, whatever, and and yeah, and we're not alone. We're not. Who do we have, Ron? Who do we have, Bruce? They are <laughs> out there. Oh, they are out there. It's our third host, Mister Zachary Fry. How are you doing, Mister Zach? Average. Average. Well, it's, that's actually better after the week you've had. Yeah, that that is much better than the the previous week, which has been far below average. We have another guest. Speak, guest two. Is that me? That would be you, Mr. Raymond Davidson. Hello. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> and we have a third guest. Who would that be? Hi, Steph. Me? Yeah, that yes, would be I you. Do. The pinball princess, Steph, is here. Yes. Is there Hi, someone Steph. else we don't know here, too? I know. <laughs> Possibly the worst I... intro sequence ever right there. That was great. <laughs> Yeah, I, okay. With, I, with went editing, get, I went to get a uh, drink of water and came back to a live podcast. Podcast editing. No, no, with, no. With out. editing, it'll all sound. Yeah, yeah. No, it won't. It'll still sound bad. <laughs> it won't. It'll sound like a crash and burn, like it always is. That's okay. Hey, that's why we got fifth. Oh, we got fifth. Oh God. Yeah, the twippies. <laughs> yeah, that's on here. That's on here. Good. How oh, is it? Oh it yes, is. yes. Zach will explain to us why his his placement in the homebrew was better than. Than our placement. Does it need explaining? I thought it was pretty obvious. It, it was pretty obvious. Okay. Well, no, no, no. It, it, it's not obvious. Okay, let's let's start. Let's let's start right on there. the twippies. I'm ready to go right into let's this go one. right into the twippies. Dun, 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 dun. So the twippies were at the uh, Texas Pinball Festival live on location. Oh, they were. I was I was the, in the, the tournament the Texas room. Texas Weekend Pinball Awards. Yeah, I didn't see any twippies. I was, yeah, I saw the aftermath. I sat down with Lauren Gray. We finally got to meet like right after the Twippies, but it was somewhere in the non-tournament area. Ah, that would be why I didn't see him. Okay. Uh, I did see some of it live because I, I did take uh, – I did leave the tournament room at times, believe it or not. <gasps> what? Who knew that was possible? I was in the back of the room, and I really couldn't understand what people were saying. Great. It was it was it was tough to to, to speak from, from what I from what I've heard. I don't think uh, you were alone on that. Yeah, a lot of people did say that. Yeah, and I had a, a friend of mine, the the person who was coming with me to Texas because my father couldn't make it, but then this person couldn't get the day off from his boss. Fuck the boss, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So, oh my, he actually watched the stream, so he gave me the stream perspective. 
which was, he said, yeah, the sound wasn't that great. And he said, the weird thing is, I guess they would introduce like what a particular word was going to be. And then an announce a completely different category, which confused him. What? <laughs> what yeah. the F? He's not really a pinhead per se. So he was looking at it more from just the award like show an and he was confused. Ceremony. You know, it'd be like no. the video package would be for, you know, best this, but then they would give the award and it was for something completely different. So he was very Excellent. confused. So, yeah, what, what do you want to talk about the Twippies there, Bruce? You, you want to talk about how we did? Well, we can talk about how everyone did first. All right. And how you took away votes again. I go, took away. Go Godzilla. Yes, Godzilla crushed it. Yes. Um, yeah, to an insane degree. So, okay, very quickly. Best music and sound effects. Godzilla. Godzilla. 37%. Oh, no. Led Zeppelin at 29%. That's actually one of the closer ones to Godzilla. Oh, yes, Led Zeppelin. Let's say hooray. Hooray, Led Zeppelin. Hooray! Hey. All right, favorite homebrew pinball machine. So, so Zach, next time you do a homebrew, you need a licensed homebrew. Yeah, you need to copy something else. Yeah, I knew that by like halfway through making the last one. Because the first three, I think, are all... I mean, Cuphead is a thing, right? That's like a game. And then Billy Madison, and then Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What is Billy Madison? It's a movie. It is the Adam Sandler movie. That's that movie. was uh, also a retheme, though. Same with uh, yeah. They're all. Ferris that's the Bueller. problem with that's the problem with these homebrews. They're rethemes. They're not homebrews. Well, the <laughs> it was an interesting subject on uh, Pinside. They they kind of went off on that. I mean, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was a Mustang that was rethemed. All the art was redone, and the sound and the displays and the callouts. We're all, yeah, all down in Pinball Browser. Did they change the rules? Or if I knew how to play Mustang, could I play Ferris Bueller? I think it played exactly the same. Exactly. There's not, you can't really change the rules of a Stern. Okay, so they used Pinball Browser and redid the art. And that, that one, and it wasn't even close. I got 42%. Yeah, somehow uh, Ron knew ahead of time that it was, it was going to win. Yeah, because they said Rebby Hardy was there. And it's, it's, she's the <laughs> one who did the game. And it's like, okay... If yeah, she's, she's if she's here, there, you know, the conversation wasn't going to go like, "Hey, Rebby, we're having this pinball award show. We'd like you to attend. Your homebrew is one of the nominated games." Oh, okay. No, I'm not really interested. But there's a good chance you're going to win. Oh, okay. I'm wink, coming. wink, hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, there's no. As soon as I saw she was there, it's like, oh, well, she's winning. There's just, yeah. you know, yeah. Second was Cuphead. Third was Billy Madison. Let's see what what is what is poker Zach's game? That's fifth. Wow, fifth! You're in the mid, direct, middle of the pack. That's pretty darn good, considering it was only only at Pentastic, right? Yes. Yeah, and Zach doesn't like uh, attention or anyone knowing who he is, so it's amazing it got that much. Yeah, I like how everyone's homebrew had you know first and last name, and I'm pretty sure poker was just Zach. Zach by Zach by Zach. Just Zach. <laughs> yep, that, that's the that's the company, right? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. It's probably some recursive acronym in, in typical Zach fashion. <laughs> so was Ferris Bueller's a retheme? Was was Cuphead all original? I don't know what I Cuphead didn't even is. know that was a thing. I'll have to I look didn't know it was either. Yeah, Billy Madison, I, I don't know. Billy Madison is a is a party animal retheme. Okay. Party animal, yeah. Boys Night Out new code or not. was original, wasn't it? I think I remember playing that. Boys Night Out. I think that was at Expo. Yeah, I think yeah, Boys Night that Out is, is, is original. original. Yeah. Uh, poker by Zach was original. original. Greek, Greek gods 
was also original. I'm actually surprised that you beat that. Let's see. Rock Lives was Rock. The yeah, Rock redone with, yeah. with different software. Yeah. And a different cabinet. And Was the uh, that Minecraft one in there that used the Kings at Steel but then made the layout yeah, that, actually that, that, that fun? That was Pincraft. 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 That yeah. got last somehow, which surprised what? me because that had some pretty cool stuff in it. Yeah, 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 they, yeah they took a... I was thinking about this, like the different levels of, of homebrew. You have, you have like your completely original game and you build from scratch. You have those. Then you have ones where you use an existing play field, but maybe you modify it and there's all new software. That's what Pingraph was, Pincraft, because it was a Kings of Steel, but they made modifications on that thing. Yeah, they added lots of mechs and like mm. cut new holes. Like and- I, I was kind of like, uh, someone had to tell me it was Kings of Steel. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it like starts it starts from a donor playfield, right? And then you kind of go to town on it. Yeah, they really went to town. <laughs> I I'm surprised like at that point that you don't just get a new piece of plywood, but there's like a Philina, I think that's what's called by Phil Grimaldi. And that was at TPF, I think. Okay. Really? I didn't, I didn't see that one. Wasn't it like right up front in that first wheel? Maybe. Like we were probably all turning around and staring at Weird Al, and that's why no one noticed it. Well, we'll get we'll get to TPF. All right, and and so Cuphead is, I think, like originally some old uh, '70s game, but then modified, modified even more extensively than uh, Pincraft was, and again with all new electronics and some stuff. What we learned by this, at least as far as Twippies are concerned, it doesn't matter if it's if it's just a retheme. If it's pretty, it wins. No, it has to be a license that people. No. If it's pretty, if it wins, that's all it is. Because, you know, that's what it really is. It's sparkly and bright, and it looks like a pinball machine. Hee <laughs> hee! I'll vote for it! I mean, it's also about exposure, right? People had heard about Ferris Bueller because... Oh, yeah. F- F- Ferris was... Bueller, uh, much like Sonic, like actually had, like, marketing to it. Yeah, like, two, I think Rebby Hardy game. was on Pinball Profile, and I think there was, like, art, you know, Twip articles. And, and she is a member of the Pinball Network. TPN bringing the votes once again, mm-hmm. just like in the uh, podcasting section. Oh well, no. Um, so how did? How and did uh, the, wasn't she the wasn't she the first woman to win this award? I think she mentioned that in her acceptance speech. I saw that somewhere. If she mentioned it, I would assume it's true. I saw part. They did like a wrestling angle thing because Rhett Rebbe is is the wife of Matt Hardy, noted professional wrestler. So they did like a wrestling angle. It's funny because I, I think of Matt Hardy as, oh, that's Rebby Hardy's husband, as, as opposed to uh, yeah, the other way around. Yeah. Well, Matt Hardy would probably be dead if it wasn't for Rebby Hardy. She's the one who got him off his ass because wow. he, was, he was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next one. Best theme. I was surprised at this. Godzilla. I really thought Mandalorian would get for best theme. This is such uh, a vague category. I don't category. think people like, understood yeah. the 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 category that's the problem with half of these categories yep i i would say because it's like separate as best theme integration you know and like i feel like again most people just like oh i like this game i like this game it looks pretty (laughs) or or they just go down the line they're like godzilla godzilla Godzilla, yeah exactly yeah but i think best theme would like ron said either mandalorian or even led zeppelin just because it's such a huge like it's probably the biggest one of the biggest rock bands it feels like it's literally just like a if your theme is licensed, how popular is your license? That's you know, right. Like, That's or yeah, how much? And if it's not, like, like how how good is whatever you made up? Which today and is, I, I didn't think know. Godzilla like that doesn't scream. No like, good license. No. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, like for me Star it does, Wars. but yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not Star Wars. No, not like Star Wars, not like even Led Zeppelin. That's why I was, I, I, that's the one I was surprised. I, that I, I could picture won. Godzilla being over Led Zeppelin, but like, I don't even know what numbers you'd use to compare that on. But so, all right, so we got Godzilla, Mandalorian, and Halloween, and Led Zeppelin. There are the four. So let's see. Fa- this one got me favorite pinball location, which is still just like the worst possible subject for an online vote yeah it's it's terrible it's just like was it uh next level next level oregon? which i had to look up there are places yeah, in, uh, in oregon, oregon that has yes. a it, ton of games yeah yes. it's basically like museum of pinball but yeah it's it's huge i've never been there but i've heard that it's just insane right where is this oregon all right let's go that's oregon say it properly bruce oregon we have a northwest uh, a northwesterner on this call Correct him, Raymond. Tell him it's Yes, I Oregon. believe it is in Hillsboro, Oregon. There you go. Oregon. Oregon. Oregon, Yes. Second was the uh, old school pinball experience in Brazil. Brazil. Wow. Logan Arcade, third this year. They won last time, right? Yes, yeah, I think they won last Where the time. heck is District 82? Jack Bar 4th. Yeah, still, we still haven't got to that yet. <laughs> the Pinball Lounge, 5th. District 82, 6th. They're in the middle. That's always like, that's the tournament bubble thing, though. Yeah, you know, that like, is totally the tournament bubble thing. Tournament people love District 82, but I don't think many people besides tournament players are like making a trip out there to go Correct. see anything. Correct. That's true. Yeah, there there isn't much. Yeah, um, you see me lining up for Brazil right from my flight right now for Brazil. All right, let's go. Well, they had an entire, you know, the entire country of Brazil was probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, the U.S. split their votes between like 10 places. That was a major misjudgment on our part. Yep. I know. <laughs> right, see, favorite accessories. Uh, not close. 30%. We have insider connected kits. Yep. Woohoo. Well, over the uh, expression lights. Expression huh? lights yep. for Led Zeppelin was second. All right. Third was the spooky pinball Hall- Halloween shooter rod. What? Because what? you're what? really scraping the bucket then. <laughs> what is the that shooter is a, rod? That is a pretty cool custom shooter rod. Okay. Shooter what rods. does it look like? Is it a knife? It's, it's the handle of a knife. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Is it kind of like the Ultraman shooter rod then? Because that's like a phaser or something. Or like Not the uh, De- Deadpool katana, right? Or no, Ninja Turtles. Maybe. I- I never seen that one. All right, let's see. Best toys and gimmicks, and this was a complete wow slaughter. Sixty-eight percent for Godzilla. One <laughs> percent too low. Uh, second was Halloween. Okay. What's the toy and gimmick on? I think the the gimmick is how many scoops and playfields there are. It's servos. It's the the servos. Is, yes. It's all about I mean, the servos. Having free playfields is a good gimmick. I guess I'll, that I'll is a gimmick. Like, I guess that is a gimmick. We'll give that. And, and the topper, the cool, the knife going into the back box is cool. Wouldn't that be the best topper category, Ron? Well, well yeah, we'll get stories. to that. Well, you, you totally can, though. There's no rule against that. Yeah. Favorite pinball convention, winning by uh, over 18%. This surprised me. Uh, actually, because Texas wasn't, there wasn't a show, so I guess yeah. it's not as much a surprise. Uh, pinball Expo. With free play Florida second. In uh, Allentown, third. Where's Pintastic? Pintastic was in the middle. It was sixth. Especially after going to Expo, I'm still surprised how well people seem to regard it. Probably (laughs) just because it's central and it has a legacy. And plus you get to see the factory tour. Pintastic kicks its ass as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) 
I think and it's Pinfest the people, the right? You get market. to see everybody. That's true. It's the center of the pinball world. You get to yes. see everybody. Yeah. And watch all the uh, seminars that you have to pay for, unlike every other show. So let's see. Uh, I did notice um, Rob Burke was at TPF. Maybe he was taking some notes. It's things he can use to improve Expo. Let's see. Best theme integration. Again, not close. 56% of the vote. Uh, Godzilla. Halloween was second. So did, Go- did Godzilla just win everything? Uh, yes. Mostly. Uh, except Topper, I think. Yeah. Well, it didn't have a Topper, so. Exactly. Everything it was nominated for did it win. I guarantee some people still voted for Godzilla, even though it didn't have a topper. They still voted for a topper. Uh, that would be funny. <laughs> Favorite website. <laughs> uh, not, not close. 57% to Pinside. Yay. This week in Pinball Second, Internet Pinball Database Third. Yeah, I'd rather have that one. <laughs> I use that more than the other two. Well, here's the one that totally threw me. Favorite tournament. Got to be Indisc, right? No. Oh, wait, no, Indisc didn't happen. No, Indisc didn't happen. X Men Charity Tournament at next level. What? Second was District 82 Super Series. What the fuck? Expo Flipout was third. Well, I mean, there weren't that yeah. many tournaments in 2021. I but, know, but but I've never heard of this. Because we're, we're in our tournament bubble and we still don't know what this thing is. Yes, yeah, exactly. yes. <laughs> Even within the yeah, this Silver Ball Rumble, which is fantastic, was sixth. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pin Clash was eighth. I mean, none of this. None that of the still that are shows up there you that we how direct was bad. You know, there are a ton of good tournaments out there. Yes, there's a ton of good tournaments, but if you don't even hear about the tournament that was run and it wins, it tells you that it's just a voting frenzy. This is all just a voting frenzy. Exactly. It's it's a people's choice I mean, award, it's, Bruce. It's the same as yeah. Next Level won the best pinball location, and their tournament won best tournament. So. They should clearly be so, the someone best on tournament. the next level social media or something did a really good job of just like getting people to exactly, go. and that's and that's why it's or a lot empty. of people really like next level. Here's your sign. <laughs> okay, best rules. Um, another just ridiculous landslide. Sixty six percent, no, sixty five percent. Godzilla, not Led Zeppelin. Mandalorian second. Uh, actually, according to this list. Halloween has better rules than Led Zeppelin. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Slightly. I feel I'm like sorry, nobody, nobody got to learn the Led Zeppelin rules because it came out right during, during COVID, COVID. And, yep. uh, it, and no, there were no tournaments going on, so nobody had a reason to learn the rules. Why would they Still, learn the rules? Still, my condolences. My condolences. Best animations and display. Again, not close. 53% goes to Godzilla. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, second is Mandalorian. Third is Halloween. Oh, Animations God, and display? It is terrible. I mean, say what tough. you want about the play field and everything else, but I played Halloween, and it just kind of shows, like, film Does it clips. Does have animation? And it doesn't – well, they move. Like two frame animations. Yeah. yeah. I'm just very surprised with I, I'm that. I'm guessing that's another case of spooky, you know, voting down the line or whatnot, this Halloween, Halloween. Pity. Halloween. Yeah, the, the, Pity the, the Halloween Defense Force that for some reason exists at all is definitely out in yeah. full force. What, did you say the Halloween Defense Force? <laughs> yeah. the, the HDF? Uh, let's see. Favorite pinball YouTube channel? TNT Amusements. Tatsuki wow. wins. Beat out Carrie Hardy? Uh, actually, straight down the middle a second, and then Carrie Hardy. Yep. Wow. By thir- 30%. Beat him out by over 12%. 
Let's see. Uh, best best callouts. This is absolutely incredible. I don't believe what I'm seeing. Godzilla has won again. 51%. Not close. Mandalorian second. Halloween is third. There's your sign again. Hey, I actually like I like the um what's his face? Uh the Donald Pleasance impersonator. I actually got a kick out of him. I must say. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Bruce. Best pinball mod of 2021. Godzilla. Just buy a Godzilla for one. <laughs> buy Godzilla, you bought it, and you're good. <laughs> wow, I don't believe... Okay, the Mandalorian pinball animated interactive Grogu. 32%. Then the Godzilla Tesla Strike mod. The Indiana Jones Disneyland Edition cabinet. The Star Wars Mandalorian Pro Wireforms. That's a good mod. I thought that would have been. I thought that's the best one. Well, here's the, the problem. Uh, the that, pro. Yeah, it makes the, the uh, pro look like the premium. The, uh, On the Mandalorian? The wire yes. forms. Yeah, no, yes. Plastic, you don't know, no plastic ramps. Oh, habit rails instead of plastic. Yes. Edges. Fifth is the sculpted T Rex head for Jurassic Park. I can't believe that's not higher. I, I don't think they're. Are they actually being made? I was supposed to get one for Pin Clash two years ago, and I never got my prize. Uh. I, I got Here's one. Your sign. <laughs> There's one in my game. Oh, let's see. Oh, this this one. I predicted this. You can go back to a previous episode. Favorite pinball streamer. I said that uh, Chris, the podcaster, would be either first or second in this. Yes, you did. I did. And, yep, dead flip first. Not close, 37%. And Chris, the podcaster, was second. But he doesn't play pinball. Exactly. But he's a That's pinball streamer. People are stupid with this he's fucking a, thing. He's a streamer. He streams himself on Facebook Live. I think he streams himself watching other things. Yeah, he's... That's how stupid this fucking thing is. Uh, flipping Wait, Out was third. Like, watching TV? Is that a pinball stream? I'm very confused. Flipping yeah. Out was third. IE Pinball fourth. Fox fourth. City Pinball fifth. I'm, I'm surprised. RB Flip France, which I thought was second... The last yeah. last time yeah, they were fourth. second from last in the this list. I mean, I feel that's a case again of like one year they they pumped up the social media and stuff and did good, and then this year they didn't. Well, because don't forget, Chris the podcaster was free on his on his. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's not behind the paywall. But as we see, that doesn't matter either. Best matter light either, show. They're still stupid. Best light show. Godzilla, thirty four percent. But uh, right behind it was Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I kind of dis- disagree with that one. So you think Led Zeppelin should have been I first? I think Led Zeppelin had a, with the with the expression with the lighting. Lights. Yeah, expression lighting first time. I thought that actually made it. But yeah, but that that wasn't in all the editions though. But still, you can add it to all the editions. It's still there. But, so that'd be the best mod then. Well, but it was in the quote full game edition, yes. right? The premium. Yes, yes, it was. Does that make pros Eric the half a game? Instead of Eric the half a B. Am I the yeah. only one that knows that part of Monty Python? Uh, I'm sorry, Dad. Uh, Judging by the uh, dead silence. I know Monty. What, what is that from? I know. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting the same thing going, where is that from? Yeah, we all it's, know Monty it's Python. Record. It's part of a, there, there's, it's part of a, um, a Monty Python record. Am I going to have to get my parents to tell me what record it is? Hold uh, up. All right. So, so it's it's not I like mean, something records. like no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. No, it's yeah. not from. It's not like from Flying Circus. It's it's from an audio record oh, yeah. of Monty Python. 
hang on, I have to bother my parents about this. It's not like biggest dickus or anything or okay. Frickets. Another minute passed. Then another minute. I don't I, I If you recognize this out. reference, email the Slam Tilt Podcast <laughs> yes. at gmail.com. At slamtiltpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Next one. The large. Let's see. Next one. The large. See that one I know. Uh, favorite pinball topper. This one was close. Halloween. Godzilla. Gets first. No, it doesn't have. Uh, Indiana Jones, the one that actually uh, had smoke and shit in it. The like 24 karat gold. Yeah. yeah. Stranger Things. Guns and Roses. The one by Jersey Jack. Then another one by Pin Graphics, Guns and Roses. Led Zeppelin and an Ultraman. So there you go. I love how like Ultraman is like, isn't it like nearly the same thing as the Halloween one? I don't even know if I've looked at the Ultraman. Top. Like it's the same mechanism and stuff in there. Let's see. Favorite pinball podcast. Again, not close. 30%. Chris, the podcaster wins with the uh, pinball show. Second Brody, we even talked pinball was third. I, I guess we, we need to go like once every month. Like we're doing now. We are. We'll just go we're to right Slam, do you even tilt pinball? The super awesome pinball show. Which did three or four shows. Come on, guys. Yeah, they, they, they might have done like five episodes. They don't have to do a lot. If Head to Head did like more than once a year, maybe we'll just vote for them still. I would. Uh, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> That's just Come bad. Um, Loser Kid and Backbox and Silverball Chronicles. And right below them, Slam Till Podcast. Woo! So you split the votes. You it's 7th and 8th place. Yeah, it's 6.9%. 6, 9, 69, <laughs> of course. Then <laughs> Pinball Mag. ZE Pinball Podcast. I don't know what that is. And then Pinball Profile. So as Zach said, he had like 8% for his homebrew, and Slam Tilt only had 6.96, and Silverball had 7.05. So his homebrew is better than both. But guess what? Ask him where he is next year. What do you mean ask him where he is next year? His key can't come up next year. We still can. So we keep on going. Like Both the, of you to ready. assume that he's not going to just whip out an entire new homebrew again. I've been to his house. <laughs> it took him at least a year and a half, right, Zach? The first time it did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, and he already has a cabinet. Time. I know he has a cabinet, but I mean, it's still a lot of work. And he's been sick a lot lately, this guy. You know, I'm, I'm targeting a 2023 release. See, that. so so you'll be you'll be re- eligible for the 2024. So next year you will have nothing in. Well, wait a minute. So wait, wait. Before or after Steve Ritchie's next game? When, when is your game coming up? <laughs> Do you I'll know take, the date for Steve Ritchie's next the, game? Uh, Nobody knows. I'm going that. for I'm going for Zach. Yeah. I'll aim for just one day beforehand. Well, according to the seminar, the Jersey Jack seminar at TPF, they said he he had just cut the first Whitewood for his new game. Hmm. So uh, how's the Toy Story Whitewood coming? Yeah, how's Toy Story? How's all the other? Well, games we'll get that to that. Uh, that's TPF. So, yeah, I guess even a paywall does not stop the steamroller. Yeah. So he says he had like three or four hundred people, but probably thirty percent of the votes went for that. So that tells you those people are. Do we know the numbers? Like how many people voted? No, we don't, they just got percentages. Don't think so the thing is, you just got to go by what podcasts have the most. Like there are very few podcasts that have over three thousand. Per episode, that's kind of like the. If you're over three thousand, that's like you know Chris and the Pinball Show does that. We here at Slam Tilt, we're lucky we get a thousand on a good day. 
Not a good day. On certain shows, we have gotten over three, but... Yeah, it's whenever I'm on. Yeah, whenever Zach is on, yes, of course. course, I've always wondered, how does that work? Do people decide to download it based on the title? Do they look at the show notes? Do they hear from other people? seems like you'd either download everything or you wouldn't listen at all. Yeah, it is bizarre how they will just fluctuate. But obviously, if you had something like, you know, on the next episode, we will have, you know, Gary Stern will be on or something. You'd probably get more. That kind of yeah, thing. Or Raymond, oh. you know, or, you know, or Raymond of, Davidson. Uh, I'm sure like that the numbers are going to go David through the Ravenson roof. Is definitely yes. a big David hit. Ravenson. Let's see. Best artwork. Not close again. 43%. Godzilla. That's Second, a- Halloween. <sighs> I mean, I like that. I love the cabinet, but the play field is not as good as the cabinet. No, the cabinet. Definitely I think is Mandalorian better. is better overall, in my opinion. I think Mandalorian is more like, uh, the old like paste and put down and seemed no you know, stop. I, I, it was drawn. It was drawn. I understand that, but I mean, it still seemed like yeah. But you hate it, so you're just gonna think everything about it sucks. Pretty it, good art like, for a Star Wars game. Mandalorian or Halloween artwork. Overall, I'd say Mandalorian. Exactly, I would say the same thing. Okay, favorite mobile app. Pinball map wins by a landslide. Followed by pinball arcade. Followed by Scorebit. Wait, the IFPA app didn't make it in there? I know, I have the IFPA app. No, it's there. It's just way down. Ah. Yeah, it's like seventh. By the way, the Eric the Half a B bit, I did not hallucinate this. It is from Monty Python's previous record, which was an audio Monty Python record. The song is also on YouTube. I will send it to you. Okay. Oh, no. Best Playfield Gameplay and Layout. Uh, we're getting even further into the uh, another very weird category. Yeah, into the landslide. Seventy-one percent Godzilla by Stern. According to the Twippy voters, the second best playfield layout is Halloween. Oh, they're stupid. They really are stupid. They're, they're stupid but consistent. Yeah. Third is Jurassic Park: The Pin. What? 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 That's, a, that's a sweet layout. Actually, I I, I thought it played good. Mandalorian. Yeah, is fourth. Layout's not bad. Legends of and Valhalla fifth. Led Zeppelin sixth. And Celts womp, womp. last. Yeah, honestly, other than the Halloween bit, I, I could agree with those rankings. Halloween yeah, wasn't too terrible. I actually got to flip I got to flip Ultraman because there were two Ultraman and one Halloween. And it does have a decent flow, but you have to remember about the, the servo motors. And you also, I may have forgotten that the upper playfields existed. That's because it, it's hard to get them up there, right? You have to hit the, the ramp like eight times before six you times. Six times know. to start it. Where's the flow, though? Des- describe the flow. What what's, what shots uh, have flow? The ramp. The center ramp. The, the center <laughs> ramp and the left orbit, just, which turns to the right orbit. It's kind of ac and ish in that respect. The center ramp I hit, there was like a delay before it would come back to me. Yeah, it was like well, the, five seconds for the ball. Yeah, one of those ramps again. acts like the uh, the Batmobile on the original Batman oh, Dark yeah. Knight. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, no, what, actually, the center ramp is actually almost like – it. actually, it's a loop. It goes up, and then it drops down, and then it goes along the, the left-hand side. It's. I saw it all, so trust me. We'll be talking about that later. Game of the year at 68%. It's Celts. Congratulations, Kelts. <laughs> no, Godzilla. Second, Halloween. Oh, Jesus Christ. Third, Mandalorian. Fourth, Jurassic Park The Pin. Fifth, Led Zeppelin. It made it up a little higher. Legends of Valhalla, sixth. Ultraman, seventh. And K 
Celts last. And that's the Twippies. That's the stupidness. <laughs> it's the People's Choice Awards. It is the People's Morons Awards, and I totally... Uh... You don't think that people should have a vote, Bruce? No, I do think they should have a vote, but I wish they would vote with common sense instead of the sheep. And there's your sheep. problem. Instead I wish of they being would a vote sheep. for what I want You're to vote assuming for. that people have common sense. As That's a person, I can tell you we don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Twippies, there we go. I'll cross that off, God. Bruce. That was one subject in our list, so hopefully the other ones go faster. Rush launch party. There was a launch party, Bruce, at the RPC, the Rochester Pinball Collective. Where is that again? It is in beautiful East Rochester, New York, 349 West Commercial Street, suite number 2965. Yes, and uh, we got to play Rush in, uh, in other games in an interesting other format. versions. We had two versions. We play Rush and also Rush. Yes, rush we got rush. to play Ru- Rush Pro with the cool uh, Zach Scoop mod. And then we got to play an Ellie. Yes. How goes the scoop mods? Rickets. I don't think he can comment on that. Not, not, I'm not talking him. I'm asking Zach. <laughs> uh, the scoop mod that I did has been holding up just great, as far as I can tell. <laughs> Which was foam. <laughs> Shove that foam in the hole. scoop, so the scoops are no longer an issue, because you can't hit it in the scoop. Just block them off. That's fine. So wait a minute. So you, so far, cry multi ball just doesn't happen now. Nope. Okay. And a so lot right of yeah, we get some cry. compensation the code for a scoop that doesn't work. Yeah. Crickets. And uh, <laughs> no, but I. I, I... Freeman's dropped off the call. What happened? <laughs> that means you can't beat uh, like Tom Sawyer either. Nope. Or actually, uh, you can if you scoop compensation. Scoop compensation. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> no, but uh. So uh, it was nice. We had a good time. We had a good showing of 33 players. Mm-hmm. And uh, some guy uh, who's a third host on this podcast uh, actually won again. Again. And some gal who's also on this took second. Yep, took second. She keeps getting closer and closer. Yep, I wanted to take him Did out. What? Maybe someday maybe. she'll do good at a tournament outside of Rochester, too. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, foreshadowing. Like, what tournament would that be? <laughs> well, we'll get to that. So anything else about that? That was a good time I've had by all. The yeah, baseball was okay. Oh, you did? Yeah, baseball format. I, I thought that was fine. Oh, it, it's fine until you have to deal with IFPA. <laughs> it was fine for everyone but Bruce. Yeah, yes. what, what, what was the result on that? <sighs> uh, so they wanted to consider it pin golf, which I disagree with. And Why so do the, you disagree with it being pin golf if it's basically multi-tier pin golf? Thank you. Because you don't you're you're playing usually two or three balls. You you're not just doing one and done or two and done. Yeah, like the swing doesn't work at all the same way. And the it's thing, also it's unlimited qualifying, which I don't think I've never heard of a pin golf that does that. Yeah. It's probably ours like that. But uh it's one of the weird things with IFPA where they're like, oh, if you run an un- unlimited qualifying high score based tournament, you score the TGP like this. Yeah. If you pin golf, you do it like this. And yeah. I'm like, okay, but what if you did both of those things? Yeah. Were you I able just, to wheel and deal? Oh, we got it. it. We got 100%. All right. Because yeah, we had the, end, play, the we, long we playoffs. Just, uh, the long playoffs did help a lot. We, we figured if you, uh, if you didn't get the top score that you needed, that you got four uh, strikes, you know, uh, four strokes, because you didn't get the golf score 
and three so balls. The, and so otherwise, there I am asking Zach for the information, and Zach's like, Ugh. <laughs> and then the, then the day later, he gives it to me. <laughs> That's why it's important to always keep your spreadsheets. Yes, we do. Zach is very good with that. So many spreadsheets. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Zach has not met a spreadsheet that he hasn't kept. All right. So in Albany, I had a local tournament at the Excelsior Pub, three strikes tournament, which probably should have been a two strikes tournament. Because when we started, we had like, what do we have, 20 people show up? It was way way more than the uh, tournament director thought was going to show up. So... Yeah, we started at 5, and I got out of there at, like, 9.30. Which is way past Ron's birthday. I'm bad. Wait, birthday. that seems like a very no, quick that's, tournament. No, that's not a quick tournament. Most of our tournaments are, like, two hours ago, like, two 5 to 7 yeah. to get out. Yeah. So, yeah, no one wants to stay that long. When you said there was a long term, I thought it was, like, no. you know, 6 All to 1 a.m. No, 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 no. No, for normal people, Raymond, this is long. For the people in my league, this is a long, this is a long tournament. You got a whopping 6.1 points for that, Ron. Yeah, and I won. Woo! Yay! Woo! Got to play, um, what is it, Guardians of the Galaxy, Twilight Zone, ACDC, and um, Maiden. Also, locally, in my area, uh, I might have mentioned this the last episode, we have a location called uh, The Local. So what's the name of the location? You said it was local. What is it? It's The Local. Yeah, it's local to you, but where is the location? What is, what's it called? I don't know. Third base. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but what's it local to? <laughs> he knew where to? I was going with it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and originally they had they had six games, which was a and let's then see, went on steroids. Legends of Valhalla, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Rush, Turtles. Oh, Turtles, that was it, yeah. Turtles, and what's the sixth one? Uh there's another one. Shit. Legend. I said yeah, Legends I of Valhalla. Go ahead, but- yeah, uh, whatever. They have six Star games. Wars? Uh, no. Uh, they have that now, though. They have a Star Wars Premium and like 10 other games that they brought in two weeks ago. Whoa, yep. that, they, they uh, doubled or tripled their Yeah, pinball. they had to move everything to a different location. But here's the kicker. All the new games they brought in, they put the, uh, the card readers card on swipers. them. The card swipers. None of the card swipers work on any of the new games they brought in. <laughs> so they've been unplayable for two weeks. F. They literally say they literally say cannot connect to Wi-Fi on all of them. Yeah. They're all red. Why would someone not bother to hook them up? I don't know. I don't know. I went there Thursday. I was like, okay, I'm gonna play some of these, and, and like literally, it's just the six games that were there originally were the only ones I could play. It's like Ron's dream, like, and somebody's dangling a pinball machine front. You almost got it. You almost got that dollar. That is so <laughs> typical. I, I can't explain it. I, I don't know. I can't believe it would be that hard to get them on the Wi-Fi or what's involved. And it doesn't but. have a um, an alternative method of paying? No, because it's a swipe card. That's it. They're all mounted on the front of them. Yep. So, yeah. So, sad face. Yeah. So, Ron's like, we'll get even. No. Yeah, look, I'm going to go play games. And- I did. Bum, bum. I, did I, I played a lot of Rush. <laughs> I, I have all the high scores on Rush and almost all the song high scores on Rush. So Nice. Raymond, Bruce. Speaking of Rush, I was giving you a lot of crap on the stream for the RPC thing. Oh, is this going to be an apology? Woo! No, 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 no. I'm going to take a little bit of it back. Oh, a little bit, just a little. A little bit. Hey, that's a that's bit. a lot in Bruce. It is a lot. You know how many times you actually hear me say and retract some things? Very rarely. I like it a little better now with the newer code. Ah, uh, you got the uh, point nine one in there. Yes, we do, sir. Nice. Yeah, I. Uh, 
I think I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier to light up the time machine as you're hitting it on, on the premium. I guess because the pro doesn't doesn't have those lights. Yeah, so. doesn't have lights. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it's a little better. It's getting it's getting there. Thumbs up. All right. Thumbs well, we've still got point eight or point nine more to go at least. Ah, uh, you'll go past that. You'll go to one point four. You'll be get working out everything and making it super. Is this a good segue to Jack say system. to go to two point Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, Steph, do you like it yet? Like what? Rush? Rush. I get mad at it sometimes, but I like sometimes, it. Yeah. Sometimes? Do you oh, get sometimes mad at I get very mad at Metallica? it. <laughs> well, yeah, Metallica I get mad at too, but eventually I love it. The Rush is going to be very much the same for me, I think. I just want to see how many Rush lovers we have on the call. Which has a better layout? That's the real question. But... Between what? Rush, Rush and Metallica. Metallica and Rush. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> what? No. It's the same no, bash. It's not. Hit the bash toy. It's not Hit the, the same toy. thing. What Hit the, the fuck? Targets on the one, one has side. two flippers, Bruce, one has Bruce three. Bruce is trying to imitate a trippy voter right now. Yes, He's doing what the a very hell? Good job. I'm doing a great job at it. It's <laughs> both the same. No, it's not. It's not the same. No, the LE is way better. Uh, that, what does that have of to do? No, we, we're talking between oh, Metallica no. and Rush. And then you make it an LE. The LE is way better on Rush. Okay. Metallica. But any. Okay, so Rush LE versus Metallica. LE. Any of them. Any of them. Rush Pro versus Metallica. What are we LE. even like deciding or ta- discussing? Yeah, I lost. I lost, lost the plot like completely yeah. as usual. <laughs> All right. Two point Yes, there's a bunch of two games coming out or out currently. This seems to be the the new thing. We're going to take a classic Williams game. Or Atari. Oh, God. No one cares about that one. Or get and give it a new rule set. There's, there's no appreciation for the real first classic Williams 2.0 game. Hot tip. Oh, was that the one you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You should make I've, classic I've Williams. played that hot tip. It's, 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 got, it's got ball saves. It's got the captive ball actually meaning something. It's mm-hmm. got a, a different progression of the drop targets. It's, it's, it's got combos. Cool. It only locks up occasionally. Very occasionally. <laughs> At least it's consistent with the occasion. Very occasionally? <laughs> yes, that was how, a how, how very occasionally is very occasionally? Well, all I know is when it locked up on me, Zach's there like, yeah, it does that. Like, well, fix it. It shouldn't do that. It did to me once or twice on when oh. I got the game finally. So we got a um, Whirlwind 2.0, kind of. It's the one the guy was making on his own, and then he got served a cease and desist letter <laughs> from Dom. Planetary Dom. Pinball. How dare you make this game that's called Whirlwind yourself? Mm-hmm. So he changed it. Now it's called something else. What's it called now? Spinwind. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. But um, yeah, it, what, what was the Whirlwind one? It had like an LCD display... Yeah, they put a color DMD in it and uh, new boards, you know, drive it and stuff. New code. New code. Hopefully it'll be at a show so you can play it. That'll be awesome. Auto launcher for ball save. He was selling the kits to lots of people. Oh, he was selling the kits. I don't know if he was, like, selling them, selling them, or, like, you know, at cost this is how you do it. But, like, yeah. there were multiple people that were doing it, the upgrade. That might be why the cease and, cease and desist, desist letter. Yeah, yeah. Can't you call know it. you want to do it again. And we got Funhouse 2.0, which I think we talked about. Rudy's Nightmare. Rudy's Nightmare. Yeah. Talk about a nightmare. It's being made by uh, Pedretti, 
Bruce's favorite Italian company that's making the hey, aliens. What's doing? We make everything good. Yes, and they're going to be making other 2.0s. Pedretti. Yeah, we made, we got the licensing. We're do, good. Do to they go. do anything else currently? Uh, they made. I thought they made jukeboxes originally, so I assume they still make those. But nothing pinball. I, I know of. Don't think so. No. Well, you, you had fun. They they didn't. Um, pinball Brothers send you some parts, Zach, recently. <laughs> Oh, they tried to. Yeah, but they ended up like in another area of the country. Yeah, they ended up in the in the county with the same name in California. <laughs> I didn't know you moved, Zach. When did you move? <laughs> so you got a call, probably. Yeah, then, and then DHO called me on my phone to ask about my address, and I was like, "And you answered?" Well, they left a message. I'm just amazed the shipping company called someone. Yeah, yeah they, they do sometimes. So weird, and then like. And they're like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah with DHL. Like, we're trying to find your place, you know, in blah, blah, blah. Uh, please give us a call back at this number. Then I call it back. I'm just like, hi, is this DHL? Yep. <laughs> so weird. I can't, like, just try to picture, like, UPS, like, calling you, like, hey, you're not answering your door. We need to deliver this package, and you need to sign for it. So uh, Was there another house with the same, like, street name? Or they couldn't find the street name? Maybe that's The, the why. street doesn't exist there at all. Right. Okay. <laughs> Then we also had uh, the Mirko, the Playfield manufacturer, uh, Mirko uh, Totan, Tales of the Arabian Nights. And where did he show that off at? He had a very interesting seminar, TPF. (laughs) Why would you say interesting? (laughs) Uh, Because people did question him about his Playfields and why they have issues. Finally. And and he must have went in-depth detail about it all. Uh, No, he didn't didn't answer any of the questions. Was it as bad as uh, Mueller pleading the fifth? Uh, I know it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But, I mean, again, if you have a Jersey Jack game and you're, you don't complain to him, you got to complain to Jersey Jack. But if you got, like, say, our Quicksilver play fields we got from him, if we had an issue, then, yeah, that, that, would, that would be his fault. How are those coming anyway? They're down in my basement. Have you looked at them? Yeah. Do they look good, Bruce? Yeah, they look pretty that- good. Now you scraped off all of Mirko's clear coat and added your own clear coat. Yes, yes, yes that was the key. Yes. So hopefully, when I'm waiting for for Bruce to do a uh, playfield swap, so he can tell me if all the stuff's in the right spot before I do yeah, mine. I gotta find where the boxes are, though. I gotta find where the boxes. Wait, is Ron's Quicksilver gonna shoot even faster and have the spins like even more quick? Yep. Yes. Yeah, potentially. Oh. I, I will attest that I had a game clear coated. I feel like games. They were clear-coded by the clear-coder that we use have played slower than they should. What? They use, like, slow coat or something. Like, I don't slow know coat? Possible, Sticky which coat. Is bad coincidences, but to be fair, one of the games was in a flood. Wait, before or after the coat? So is the, does, the game, does the game play floaty? I swear to God. Ah, Come no. on! No, judging by the mud in the back box, it definitely sunk. <laughs> what? All right, the next subject, you can uh, mute now, Raymond. Uh, the Mantis and Cliffy Rush Scoop Protectors, I believe, are now available. Well, at least for Mantis, the front one is available, yes. not the and side one. For Cliffy, they don't seem to actually be good yet, but yeah. Oh, so they're not holding up? Well, as of 316, front scoop not holding up as I would like. Better than factory, but still needs improvements. Yep. Okay. And um, Mantis, they redi- they basically redesigned the whole plate that goes underneath yeah. the scoop and made a yeah, part. Yeah, because there's, there's a giant metal plate all over that area, so like you can't just 
add a little mantis loop and then like screw it into the wood because there's no wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So just keep waiting, folks. Uh, or, of course, Stern has their own solution, which is the Blue Nubs of Death, which I did play all the games at TPF, which we'll be getting into soon. They all had the Blue Nubs of Death fix. And how was it? Played fine. Played fine. Have any problems? I mean, the only I, I swear to God, though, when you hit some of the like when I was hitting the dead end shot, sometimes it would it would just nick clip. that that yeah clip yeah. the blue nub of death. Yeah, I could see that. That shot was pretty pretty wide to begin with, so at least it, you know. I like the width of that though. I did like the width of it a little bit. It was actually nice when you can go all the way around the left orbit and go right for the shot, you know, with the right flipper. That was oh, that is such a sweet shot. It is a sweet it, shot. It is cool. I was like, I, I don't want to take away from that shot. I sort of no, wish that, that, that he hadn't done that though, because then the scoop could be narrow and it wouldn't just fall in so often. Because it falls in a lot. It does. Yeah, look forward for the uh, the stern kits that should be coming out soon. Very very soon. If you need a tester, we know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it interesting though that like even because originally people like oh you know like Stern cheaped out and used the wrong thickness of metal or something you know but then like no Cliffy's also having issues yeah exactly I just wish the blue nubs were like brown or something that fit the color scheme more yeah well there's also the the new guy making 3D printed rubber protectors and you can get them different colors yeah ninja yeah they're like the material they use for like um smartphone protector yep yes Super abrasion resistant, stretchy, and you can get different colors. So, should have just made it out of the whatever they make Nokia phones out of. Yeah. They never die <laughs> <laughs> until the service dies in the area. But uh, it's good news for you, Ron, who uh, might be getting a rush that you're getting a later run because you'll have it all nice and pre pre built for you. You'll get it before Zach. Uh, I'll get the protector before because it's in the game. Wow, you are mean. Aren't you laughing, Zach? Yes, I, I'm. I'm just looking at the inevitability on my calendar and just like I told you, what we need is free toppers for the people who have waited to not play their games. Yeah, let them just rush those out when they can. Yeah, rush those. Rush oh, right rush out. them out! Oh gosh. <laughs> Yes, as Raymond alluded to, um, yes, I put an order in for a rush. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Woo-hoo. Of course. Uh, of course, it'll probably be till next year. Wait, at least you're keeping ahead of the Joneses, because now you'll get your rush, what, 2023, you're thinking? And then you'll get your, your Godzilla this year, so you're good. It's one a year still. You just, have, you just have to plan like a few years in advance now. Exactly. You just keep on planning all I hope I get my Godzilla soon. I know they just did a run of them, but I, I haven't gotten any emails or anything, so I must not be in that that list. Do you have any pros besides Star Wars? Uh, no, I do not. Well, a lot of my earlier Sterns, they didn't exist yet, pros. Yeah. Like, like when I had my T3, there was no pro. You just got a T3. And my Iron Man, it was just Iron Man. Spider-Man was just Spider-Man. Actually, that's not true. I got well, an no, LE for that. But it plays it, the play field's exactly the same. Exactly it was literally same, yeah. just playing, and it wasn't like $2,000 more. It was No, more. it was nice. No. What do I got here? Oh, Fathom 2.0 gameplay. Mm, we got the video from, uh, from uh, Haggis. Haggis. They showed um, Marty. Yes, Marty and another guy. 
poor other guy. He doesn't yeah. have a name, but good job. Yeah, no problem. I'm good at that. I guess I fail too. Um, <laughs> yeah, they released a YouTube video with actual gameplay. Who who has seen the video? Me. Me. What do you think? I like it. I was worried at first because it was doing this like this blue, the strobing effect, and I was there like, okay, that was it's it's supposed to look like water. But it was it was doing it with the ball in the shooter lane. I'm like, I hope when he shoots the ball, it actually goes to like a regular like, and it did. Like, oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> I can't get used to Marty's voice in it. Hmm. I can't get used to Marty's voice being in it a little bit. Yeah, he's gonna have to de-accent him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little de-accent. I love him. He's in the game. I I don't remember hearing that. Maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. But I, I do like the shots. I do like, you know, everything about, you know, Fathom. And the well, the shots are now. exactly the well, same. They're, but they're actually, very well. <laughs> no, what they're actually doing is they're taking away the drop targets, meaning nothing in the beginning. And then you later on in stages, they actually mean something. So they are. That's how normal Fathom works. Uh, you can still hit the drop targets and get yeah, something down. <laughs> yes. And you get in the block and then they pop, after kick out pops up. Yes. But no, he's he's saying that they're actually not going to be used to like stage two or three and four, which Zach is arguing is already how it used to sort of work. Yeah, not really. I don't know. They're not at the start, which is what you said. <laughs> what did you guys think about having to do everything in one ball? That was interesting. Kind of gave me yeah. Iron Man vibes. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I don't like that. That. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, if everyone likes it, Zach won't. <laughs> Zach hears the chorus and goes, wait, it is my time. <laughs> I, my time to shine. <laughs> the more stuff that you lose when you lose your ball, like, it's good as far as, like, getting your blood pumping during the ball, but then, like, it feels so much worse when you drain the ball. And I'm like, I don't want to feel bad when I'm playing pinball. I feel like, drain I feel the like, ball. That's like a, good, a good game mixes both, where you have permanent progression and temporary progression. Yes, I agree. Like, like, I, I, think I, should be, I shouldn't be looking at everything I just did and, and shouldn't be looking at the majority of things I just lost yeah. from my progression. Like, you know, you gotta lose some to keep it interesting, but you know. Like, when, how about if you started like, one, if, like, like, if you yeah. got two, like, say if you got two of the four things and it went back to one instead of zero, would you feel happy with that? Yeah. I think I mean, that, 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 would, like, that would make Iron Man at least interesting because then it would matter what order you do things in somewhat, too. Exactly, yes. I, I, I liked uh, – I wish Iron Man worked the way we all thought it did, which is if you get a super or do the thing that makes it flashing, that it will actually hold your next ball. But it doesn't actually work like that, sadly. Yeah, that's another good point, too, of like if there's a way to hold each thing over separately. like Yeah. yeah. You know, then it's your fault that you lost it in some yes. ways. Mm-hmm. I think uh, – does Avatar work that way? A long time since I played Avatar. Well, the one person we know who is truly getting the first one of the first ones, he has told uh, Damien that he wants his game airshipped. So we might be seeing one soon. In Rochester? Yes. Wow. Yeah. He wants it now. Because guess what? He's one of the guys that bought the five. Oh, the package deal. Yes. You're in on a Fathom, right? I am. Yes, I am. So one will eventually probably show up at uh, RPC. Well, his will show up at RPC. He's already said this. Oh, all right. Even better. Yep. And so uh, Kelts, since nobody, you know, it seems like everyone can't believe that, you know, they, this company actually made stuff. And we know somebody that actually has a Kelts in their house. And now it's it's actually should be at the RPC about now. 
Yeah, I saw the um, RPC just posted a thing that said that there was mm-hmm. a Haggis game on the floor, which means yep. that a uh, Celt has made it to RPC, to a public yep. location. Go play it now, people. Yeah. But no, they're not making any Celts. That's what everyone keeps on there. It was funny. We were, uh, when we were working at RPC yesterday and like some like pinball, you know, who's in no stuff about pinball and everything mm-hmm. came in and then like, we're like, oh yeah, you blah, blah, blah. We're getting a Celts next week. And he's like, just stared at us blankly like, Celts. what's a Celts? Like, <laughs> and we're like, it's Haggis like, pinball. And we're like, what's Haggis? <laughs> are they, are they in Scotland? <laughs> it has a mode in it called Bruce. I know. I, I, <laughs> well, speaking of Australian pinball companies, we have Ballarama. Yeah. I've the... never heard about them other than on Pinside. Maybe it's a ball gag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> it's a new mod that will surprise you. <laughs> it, it, it's going to win top of the year at Twippy. You know, it will. Right yes. Slowly gets closer to you. It will. It, you know what Ballarama reminds me of is uh, Pinball Adventures. I was just like, thinking of Balls of Pop, and I don't know how this went the way I thought it went. Is that the first game with multiball that wasn't a bingo machine? I think uh, so, yeah. It's probably, there was probably ones before that, but I mean, it had definitely had to be the first one with like six, seven ball multiball. Zach, why don't you have one yet? You can't I'm find trying. one. Can't find one. Try harder. Find I want to play it. Now, was that first one? Was beat the clock first? I don't know. You have to look at that PDB. This ball's popping. was 56. So who, who wants to bet what year break, beat the clock was? 57. Yeah, I'm going to go with 57, too. 56. Ray? Raymond? What? You going to gamble? What was the, what year was the beat the clock? The I don't know fifty five. Yes, <laughs> fifty five. Okay, there we go. Sixty three. Okay, sixty three. Yeah, Raymond was busy doing rush code. He wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he was actually saying, "Screw this show. I'm already out. Tapping out. Bye." <laughs> he was going to the default high scores, right? Slam tilt, slam tilt, slam tilt on each line. Mm-hmm. Just sending all the defaults. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, let's see. What else do I got here? All right. Deep Root Auction Picks. Oh, yes. We know, now we know somebody who bought some of this stuff. There was uh, In the Deep Root Auction, there was well, which we talked about in the last episode. But there was more picks now. You can see more of the White Woods, more of the games that didn't get made, including the uh, Whitewater sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game looks cool. That, that play field. Honestly, that, that looked better than the Whitewater 1 layout to me. Yes, I liked it. I'm a little nervous about that whole stair escalator thing. That that would have like. been cool, though. I think that would have been neat. I still don't understand what that was even at all. <laughs> I'm guessing but. it's a scoop at the bottom, or like a, you shoot it in, and then it 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 sends your ball up to the top. Or maybe it stages like yeah. like there's always five balls on it, so you only have to wait one one little. Ch- but then if you get multi ball, maybe all of them release. I don't know. So Bruce, did you say someone bought one? I know somebody who bought some of the stuff. Really? Yep. Some of the cooler stuff, like the actual Whitewoods? Well, she got well, – here's the the person who bought it. Uh, I don't – well, I could say it because she posted on Facebook. She didn't get one of her play fields that she was in oh, her – Oh, I, yeah. I read about that in the Deep Root thread. Yes. Uh, Jessica. Jessica Donardo. Yes, Donardo. Thank you. Of the Pinball wanna... Podcast, right? Yes, yes. She bought some of the play fields. 
Someone mentioned but, that the foam core version of the same playfield also went missing, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I'm looking at the comments now, which sus. Good job, Auction House. I want my money back. Yeah, so uh, she was asking if somebody else grabbed it. You know, can you please contact her? Because it was supposed to be hers. And... Hey, where's my playfield, Brian? Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? I want my playfield, Brian. I want my foam core, bitch. Wow. You're so mean, Stewie. But yeah, so people bought this stuff. How much did the uh, some of the games go for? I heard they were like up to like twelve, fourteen thousand dollars with no right. computer in it or no nothing for the Razas? Yes, like three days left, it was up to fourteen thousand dollars mm. with no computer, no nothing. It was just a truly a box of lights, <laughs> not even a box of lights. Magic Girl, worse because you at least Magic Girl will boot. It'll boot. It's just you can't play it. Well, there's those guys making the Magic Girl 2.0 kit. Hey, because that's all. That's all. <laughs> there was a there was a Europe, European dudes who like redid the game so you can actually play it. It's pretty yeah, cool. Ah, so 1.0 I mean, kit. Talk about like a, a built-in you know market for whatever you're working on, and probably no one to cease and desist you. No, no, I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a it's a homebrew starter kit. It's only fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Zach, did you did you spend fourteen thousand dollars on your homebrew starting? I already have a homebrew starter kit. But did you spend fourteen thousand dollars making it? I hope not. No. Unless you are we factoring in all the parts the that you just casually hoarded over the years? Your three D printers. I am gonna on the next one. I'm, I've started a spreadsheet where I'm gonna keep track of what I paid for every single part I put into it. Hopefully. Ooh. Also, also track what it would have been market value if I got it like used or like special or something. How are you so going to track the cost say, like, of 3D this is what prices? I, spend it, this is what you'd I have mean, to spend. 3D printed things. By the pound? Fair enough. So basically, you're going to track how much you spent and how much you saved compared to buying everything new. Yeah, that's the goal at least. I don't know how that's going to go when there's a whole pinball machine involved. Because a lot of people did ask me about poker, like, oh, you know, like, how long like, did it take? Man, what was the bomb on this thing? It's got so many drop targets. Yeah, and <laughs> how much How much do you think you spent on this? And I'd be like, between 500 and $5,000? <laughs> Very specific. So I'd, I'd like to have a better number for that. I'd be like, I did all the costs for it, so I wanted it cost. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to uh, send you the blueprints, and you can just start making yours. Start making mine, Yes. All right, next subject I got here. It's a biggie. The Texas Pinball Festival. Something we Woo. were all at except Bruce. Sorry, Bruce. I had to work. You had to work. I had to work. I had to work. Bruce was saving his day off for uh, next weekend. You got it, baby. So let's see. TPF, what do we want to talk about here? Well. Okay, I'll mute out. See you guys. Bye. Uh, see ya. Uh, Weird Al. So what do we think of Weird Al? I got to play Weird Al. I know you guys got to play Weird Al. I didn't. The hell was that? Yeah, he played Heist instead. Oh, that's right. What did you think of Heist? And, and, I, and I played Cosmic Kart Racing. Oh, that's right. You did play Cosmic Kart Racing. I, I played like all the other games in a row that were like working except Weird Al. Because you don't like lines or, or what was the reason? I don't like lines and I'm not that interested in the game to be honest. But you're a Weird Al fan. I'm confused. It doesn't matter. It's like almost all original songs, so I don't like most of those. Okay. I mean, even as me being a Weird Al fan, I will say, like, 
because he has so many songs that I like, it's way easier to point out songs that aren't on there than be like happy for the songs that did make it. That's just like the nature of. Like I'm not even thinking about like what songs like I wanted to see or anything. Like I didn't really think that far, but like when I watched like the reveal video, I'm like, and almost every mode they started, I'm like, I have no idea what this song is. It is cool. They got um, Amish Paradise and White and Nerdy, and those are the two easiest modes to activate too. You just have to the left ramp once. So that was smart. Smart on them. Uh, I feel whoever. like that like belies a bit of like the issue though. At the same time, well, what what do you want in there? Yeah, all the all the Michael Jackson ones he doesn't do anymore. I mean, what what do you want? It, it, Word Crimes is in there. This is also another cover. Two thousand inch TV. Weird Al. Yeah, actually, two thousand inch TV. I would have loved. But, I would have loved seeing that. Yeah. But also, to me, I would have loved um, just any of his like goofy twisted love songs like none yes. of them were in what's there what's the one where he's the he's the stalker <laughs> like any of the stalker ones yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i love them wait there are multiple stalker ones yes there is kind of yeah. yeah he has is the jackson park express one of them i guess you could ca- count yeah, that as I one count that. i can that one yes okay for those of us who played the game what did we think uh, well, I didn't do very good on it, so I only got like a couple flips and started a mode. But Steph killed it. She got the hardware store uh, multi ball and Harvey going a couple times. So, what did you think, Steph? I'm really glad that the way that the game is designed means that you don't need to use the upper flippers to not die, and it just comes down off the orbits to the lower flippers what because the upper. The upper- the ones that you have to reach really far to get. Yeah, I that tiny was T-Rex me hands. off. Like I, everyone had been warning me about it. You know, I've heard the reviews of like, yeah, it's so weird with the extra button. I'm like, oh come on, you'll get used to it. Uh, it is hard to get used to. I. It's like Starship Troopers level weird, except no, on both no. sides. Starship Starship Troopers, the buttons right next to the other button. These are not yeah. right next to each other. To the same, like I I played Heist, which also has it was the first one of the upper flipper from them, and like I literally played the entire game on it got through more than half the modes i forgot the flipper was there i never used well, it. well yeah you can't see it either uh yeah like yeah it's very well they, hidden they, they that many shots for it's like i never like felt like i was like missing out because that yeah i think the side shots ever even lit so like i didn't know to shoot for them yeah i think heist just has the one elvis inner orbit shot elvis right? inner orbit <laughs> i played i played weird al and heist and as someone who's played their games at like, previous shows like before their flipper upgrade I can say like I noticed the flipper upgrade uh, when I reg- when I played some of their you know the previous shows before they had their new improved flippers, especially near the en- end of the flipper, I would shoot stuff and it just would not go where I thought it was supposed to go. It I was just having fit. that issue on Weird Al trying to hit the right the rightmost ramp because it's so far on the right side. But um, yeah, I'll tell you though, it, their old flipper, the new flippers felt way better it just it felt like at least the ball seemed to go where i thought it should go yeah you could adjust to them you could you could um dial it in eventually yeah they were about as good flippers as dialed in uh <laughs> <laughs> ron is conflicted he doesn't know whether that, that like, is what to say about that the most backhanded compliment sort of statement if I've you mean ever you heard. can jack up the flipper power and make them really good then yes going back to the multiple flipper buttons that was a big deal for me because I, I, for me, I have Donald Trump hands, you know, really small. So, and I have my palm is like right in the corner of the game. And my, my finger just reaches the regular flipper buttons. So for me to hit the second button, which is a good inch and a half away 
not down either. It's not like um, Monsters where it's like below. And it's not even where I would say the Magnusate position is. It's a little further than that. I have to take my whole hand off the actual lockdown bar and reach back to hit the button. Yeah. That is not acceptable. Now, I've heard I've heard multiple stories. I've heard, number one, there's a setting where you can make it so the, the just the one flipper button does both flippers. And then I've heard that that's not true. So I don't know what to believe on that yeah, one. Yeah, I've heard both Age, sides please. as well. Uh, but I will tell you, I saw a really cool feature that I, I, I thought I'd, I'd share. The ball ended up behind the drop target, a weird out, and it was just sitting there. And it would not ball search for whatever reason. It just sat there. As the mode timed out, of course. So they, they came over and they open the coin door, take the glass down. The guy hits the left flipper button and releases the button and the flipper stays up. And he puts the ball on the left flipper. And then he puts the glass back on, lockdown bar, and he's... Wow, so you don't have to do the, the, nope. the awkward shuffle. He closes the coin door and it's like, as soon as you hit the flipper button, you push the flipper button in again, you'll have control of it and it'll be back to normal. That's pretty damn cool. Wow. That is really neat. Get on that, Stern. Make that happen. That is that is pretty cool. That is a cool... Uh, that would probably be more for the systems crew at Stern. Because the, the, that, that would be, I would think, across all games, kind of system yeah, code. Then we need to re- request the up, release an update to the firmware for every single game. For ever, every so single like, game, yeah. New, yeah. Uh, of course, no problem. System stuff in. <laughs> I really wish it was like updatable separately or something. Weird I was... I, I definitely felt... A um, dialed-in vibe, just because you you start a mode and the mode is the song, and it's got specific shots, and and that way I I felt very dialed-in-y. That's like every game ever run. Well, yeah, but I like the way dialed-in does it, and it felt similar to this game. I like the my Bologna. <laughs> my Bologna. making the sandwich. Yeah, what? using the upper play field to make the sandwich was fun. The I graphics even... and everything were like. I feel like my first impression coming off of it was I would rather watch someone play the game well because, like Grace said, I had a decent game. I didn't remember half of what was there because even with the animations on the lower screen, I'm concentrating on keeping the ball alive. I don't get to sit back, breathe, and enjoy the ambiance of Al. Do you think you'd get more of the ambiance if it wasn't at a really loud show floor, though? Maybe. You'd probably get to hear the the munching and the the weird sound effects (laughs) as the sandwich is being devoured. Oh, yeah. I need to hear the munching when I play pinball. (laughs) (laughs) A misophonia person's nightmare. The only other thing I noticed in when I would start a mode, Al pops up and he starts, you know, telling you he starts talking. Uh, Sometimes he would like his mouth would stop moving, but he would keep talking. That kind of confused me. It had a, oh it has a had a turtles vibe there. It was it it was confusing. I don't know if it's supposed to do that or not. Um, let's see. Uh, also, heist. I liked heist. I thought the crane was like super cool. I was amazed how far down the crane. Oh went. yeah, yeah. I'm so sad that I didn't play heist. That was an oversight. And it it, it shot pretty good too. Yeah, I agree. And half of the heist people are women. Or female presenting characters, which is always a cool yeah, thing to notice on a game. It had some of the worst calls I've ever heard, and it was cranked up so loud that like you didn't need to have like the off floor experience to get the vibe. 
because it was just super loud. Yeah, so I, I like heard the uh, cringing every time it like said one of its awful call outs. So I'm just like, it's not that fun, people, please. Yeah, the uh, the slingshot sounds really got to me. The like glass break, like literal glass shattering every time it hit a slingshot. Was, uh, <laughs> a lot. But, we need uh, to make a new. I need that at a frenzy mode to poker, where it's just like chalkboard fingernails screeching every time you hit a switch. No. That'd be great. No. But yeah, that heist heist. I love the look of that. Like left the ramps look nice and wide and comboy. They're so almost I too wish... wide, to be honest. Like. Yeah. Funny thing, I, I, one with a new flipper is that you can actually hit the shots and the ball goes so where you expect. Like, they were really easy to hit. Nice. Beyond Medieval Madness, even levels of easy. All right. So other than those two games, did you guys do anything in the regular show area? I played a Tron with a Powerball. That was the easiest gem shot of all time. It was super sweet. Yeah, it was Tron. Oops, all Powerballs. Did Fliptronic bring that? Yeah, that was uh, brought by Jordan and Becca from Fliptronic. But that was it. That was right next to Jurassic Park, the pin, which I played. Yeah, and I didn't even play a whole game of that. I played, like, uh, a total of, like, ten flips. Of, like, core yeah, jam, I played, core like, two jam. balls. Yeah. While you guys were waiting for me to go get food, I accidentally, the loser kids, and they were playing, and they were like, hey, we accidentally a fourth player. And that's the story of how I played two balls on Jurassic Park, the home pen. Was that the first time playing it? Yep. What'd you think of it? I liked it. It feels really good to shoot. Yeah, it's got some nice lane guides that really help like every flip turn into a shot, which I think is always underappreciated in, in game design. I also, uh, I think I mentioned I played Ultraman, mm-hmm. which, uh, again, it was flowier than I thought it would be. Maybe it's not that it's flowy, but flowier than I thought it would be. Like the orbits, while it did take a while, like it had that pit creature, where'd the ball go? Where'd the ball go feeling? Which I guess is what you want during pit creature in Alice Cooper. Despite that, it was like, oh, the ball is actually coming really uh, fast down that orbit. Okay, cool. And like, if I just focused on that lower play field and didn't think about hitting the three scoops on the left, which I did, and didn't think about the upper play fields, which happened occasionally, it was actually pretty fun. Considering all the people that were giving incredibly negative reviews, it was not as bad as people were making it out to be. At least that's how I felt from my one game. I played a killer game of Trizone. Why? Hey. <laughs> exactly. I like Trizone. Well, here's your sign again. <laughs> I got to play Fun Park. It was kind of fun. I would like to play it again. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I played the Sweethearts next to it, and uh, that game sucks. And I played Title Fight. Oh, Title Fight. Oh, I, play, I played some flipperless games, I think. Title Fight didn't work, though. It worked fine when I played it. Uh, so you were actually able to defeat boxers because I would hit all the drop targets down and it wouldn't reset and it wouldn't give me that I beat oh, anyone. Oh, supposed to reset? Yes. Yes. You see, <laughs> okay, so you, you, you see the pictures of the fighters and stuff. You're supposed to be able to beat fighters and, and uh, yes. you know, advance. That's the point. Yeah, I would get all the targets down and it would just sit there. And it's very like... Um, Oh, what's it? Is it timeline? Timeliney? It's even in the yep. upper left. It's like the same thing, and it has a similar like countdown, and you're supposed yes. to get all the targets down. I would get the targets down, and then it just nothing would happen. Like, oh, that sucked. Oh well. All right, so we'll, we'll have to put off our pins that then until we find a working one. 
It was hard to get on games at TPF. They had so many games the lines and so many so people. Lining. Yep, that's how it is. That's a good thing. That means the show is successful. I played Party Animals, and there was there's like this kicker in the top left corner with a anthropomorphized cat and like a hippo or something, and it turns out that that is the cat call kicker. And the ball kept getting stuck in there, so I had to hear it two or three times every Wait, time I was, got up. Was that up the one that Ray was hitting all day, that tournament? No, that, I think that was the right scoop I was hitting. But it's like, how you doing? Get off, creep. And like having to oh, hear yeah, that like yeah. 20 times in a ball, I almost walked away. Like that was I, – I did not need that in my pinball experience or ever. How you doing? It was the inspiration for the kiss shot on Creature. Oh, God. Uh, I hate that. You've never seen me play Creature and curse that guy out as he's flirting with her and trying to coerce her into a kiss, have you? It's it's really handy on Creature how you can just skill shot and skip that entire sequence. Yeah, yes. skip to the skip that, that scene. That is a great feature. Yeah. You yeah. just skip the entire other feature. It's great. Okay. Um, anyone s- attend any seminars? Where there were, were they? seminars? No. I looked, at the, I looked at the list. It wasn't a single one that looked interesting to me. Okay. Um, I have a few seminar notes. There was a JJP seminar, Jersey Jack, and they didn't mention, you know, they didn't say anything about Toy Story. Jack was there with Steve Ritchie. Uh, most of it was, you know, Rich, Ritchie bashed Stern a lot. Jack said there's they're looking to have a new game every nine months. And, um, yeah, Steve Ritchie said they just cut his first white wood. That was about it. That's all I really got. A new from that. game every nine months. Yeah, new game he every nine months. He was bashing Stern. Yeah, he was bashing Stern. Well, wait a minute, Zach. You you were standing next to him. It, it, Steve, Steve Ritchie was announcing. He announced during the tournament. Yeah, that was really weird. I was just like, I looked over and just Steve Ritchie was in the booth. I was like, what? Yeah, but you heard him say something. Yeah, I, I heard him say not verbatim, "No stairway, no Steve." No stairway, no Steve. No comment. No comment. Very good. Yes. <laughs> so so now we know part of why he left Stern. I gather was that he was annoyed that they were causing out his mechs when he came with a cool toy. That's why I assume that means. Oh, the, that's right. Because there was a Stairway to Heaven mech, not because of the song Stairway to Heaven. Stay muted, Ray. Stay muted. We'll get. We'll move on. Uh, let's see. We got um, Chicago Gaming Seminar. They had a big update on Cactus Canyon. Uh, the, the Lyman code, or should I say the Lyman Josh Sharp code, uh, will require additional hardware, which doesn't surprise me. It sounded like it was something like if, if anyone here remembers when medieval madness originally had the upgrade for the video, the enhanced video, where there was a hardware component, so you couldn't just copy it and like put it on any game. It sounded like it's going to be something similar. It's going to be a hardware component, so you can't just copy the software and put it on any Cactus Canyon. But it's not like any new actual thing on the play field. It's just like... Was there any more info on a, a, a timeline or price? That I do not know. I didn't see that part. Let's see. American Pinball. What are my notes here? Christopher Franchi's doing the art on their next game. And um, they're going to have a Barry Ausler's last design. They're going to release that. With uh, Steve Bowden on the uh, game rules. Woo, Steve. Hey, Steve. Let's check that off. I'm, I'm saving all the tournament for last, so everyone can turn off. 
So tournaments. tournaments. Turn off mints, according to you. Well, yeah. Well, it depends on our listeners. Some, some are into it, some are. So we're getting into the tournament section. Warning, warning. Uh, they had, well, it should be easy. They had the Classics Tournament and the Wizards Tournament. But they also had, a, what, a kids' tournament? And then they had a, a women's tournament on Sunday. Yeah, the Texas takedown match play with the Final Four going to a Papa-style final. Yeah, that was really weird. So the first one, was, we got the Classics. And that the way they did it is you have eight total entries you get to play. It's limited. And it's your four best games. And you all killed it, and I sucked. You just need to work on your consistency, Ron. Uh, I had one good game, and that was on Andromeda. And that was pretty much it. That was the one game I could not do anything on. I played it like three times. Andromeda was pretty mean. At one point in the tournament, Zach was first, and Steph was second. And then Ray played. Yeah, and then Raymond, yeah, he determined he was going to be first. Raymond, quote-unquote, <laughs> not going to play the classics until I can machine gun it at the end. Davidson. Yeah, that was kind of my strategy. I was I was putting off classics as long as possible because I was terrified of them. But then, you know, then the, like the lines were gone, and I had played my main entries. So I was like, well, here we go. Dive into the pool. And then Xenon broke, and they brought Sinbad in. You were like, oh, I definitely got to play this now. Yeah, dude, that was a huge morale booster. I was like, finally, a game I want to play. Because that was the thing. I didn't like any of those classic games. But that was just me. Except Sinbad. So how'd you all do in the finals? I, I, I can't speak to that, because I, uh, I didn't uh, make it. Uh, uh, uh. That well, huh? Yeah. Well, Ron, you got 88th out of 213. <laughs> yes, 88th out of 200. That's above par. That's above par. So, Steph, did you... Was it a first-round exit? I mean, technically, yes. In classics, my rank shows it as a second-round ex- exit because I managed to get a buy. But it was but, a first-round for you exit. Yeah, first-round for me exit. Classics, bye, bye, I, bye. classics was at least close at the end. It was like Jermaine had eight points so he was obviously through and the rest of us had two looking at each other like uh <laughs> there's only and, room for one one of us <laughs> yeah and um let's see i was the uh i was the drunk driver um i think what was the right of moulin rouge uh frontier oh god damn it yeah you couldn't you couldn't anyone want to explain how how, how game choice was because it was a little different than uh your classic you know, picking whatever you want every game. You pick a game, you're basically picking a bank. So you pick a game and you're playing that game and the games to the right of it. Wrapping wrapping around around if if necessary. It it, it felt a bit like, usually when I see tournaments do that format where like you pick a game and you get the other two, there seems to be more strategy of how they laid out the ordering of the games. Yeah, and there wasn't in this one. Yeah, Uh, That's not true. I talked to Colin and there was strategy, but it got blown out of the water when the toro toro what's it called the the grand tour grand tour game went out because the idea was to surround andromeda with the two two inch flipper games so that if you wanted to play andromeda you had to play a two inch flipper game um but when grand tour went out to andromeda personally what (laughs) either of which i would have preferred to andromeda personally i did not do well with her yeah which bank did you end up picking then well, I really, really wanted to play Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. but I really, really did not want to play Solar Ride, so I picked Andromeda. 
Oh, I don't know. I, I would have probably rolled the, rolled the dice. I would have rolled the dice on on Solaride over. I figured Andromeda. that I could do something on Andromeda. Uh, as it turns out, I was very wrong. <laughs> well, good job. You came then, down and to game three. Happened. Yeah, you had you had to go against uh, Walt Wood though. Dude, he was awesome. Yeah, he uh, made himself famous at Indisc with his Doctor Who uh, looping bonanza. Yeah, he he really got in sync with uh, Frontier, if I recall. Yeah, he he was and, going. Uh, yeah, it, but, it uh, just said pew pew f u to me. So. Oh, but you uh, was out. you were you were in it till the till the very end. There, it looks like you you took home uh, twenty four point nine nine whopper points, which is about as much as I earn in a year or two. But not if you keep playing like this. It's, you know, if you go to more <laughs> it's tournaments, it's not happening again. Are you kidding me? This was a fluke. This from the woman who has been, like, what, RPC second the last how many tournaments? I know. Fluke, I'm telling you. Yeah, the, the last year is just a fluke. That's... Yeah, it's just a fluke. You suck. Okay, we'll, we'll move on. Let's see. Well, how'd, how'd you do, Zach? I almost got out in the first round also, but luckily Moulin Rouge saved me, the EM, Woo. out there to uh, help me out, as always. So I just played Moulin Rouge every round trust. I could, and I got through every round, and then Ray was high seed. He didn't pick Moulin Rouge, so I couldn't play it, and I lost. Womp womp. Dang it, Zach. I mean, Ray. Yeah, dang it, Ray. Why couldn't you pick Moulin Rouge? I don't think there was an EM in, in my bank, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why? the problem. I yeah, that's, you're right. That's, if, you'd, if you'd had an EM in your bank. That's true. They they could have added or spliced in another EM so that no matter what bank you pay, picked, you had that's to play That's what they should have done. Yes, that's what they should have done. So it sounds like you won, Raymond. Yeah, yeah. I, you uh, kind of spoilered I, it right I there. Raymond won. Um, I didn't spoil anything. I just said what games I picked. No, no, no. Zach spoiled it. Just because he didn't win? Well, no. He said. I thought well, he I, said I you said won. If you chose an EM, then I could have at least gotten second. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. To the surprise of no one, Raymond won Classics. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Congratulations. And Zach finished third. Which was pretty cool because you. Uh, I have a picture. It's like Zach is standing behind Raymond. And Raymond's got his RPC shirt on. Yeah, and Zach has nothing. And Zach, one of the owners of the RPC, is standing right there. <laughs> yeah, that was an epic. Uh, it came down to me and Sebastian on. Well, it was only game two, but it was essentially the deciding game on whether I won the tournament or not because I won the first game, and we played Ali. And like I go up and put up a huge six hundred thousand ball one. Then Sebastian goes up, puts up a seven hundred thousand ball one. And I'm like, oh, okay. I put up like another four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. Sebastian puts up another five hundred thousand. And then I go up and I put up like three hundred thousand. And Sebastian only gets like a hundred thousand. And I end up winning like one point three million to one point one million or something yep. ridiculous. Which was probably the highest score on that game. Yeah, I think both of us were, were like both. We each got a high score. Yeah. All right, so we move on to the main tournament. The what Texas Wizards? I think that's what they call it. Something like that. Wizards tournament. Yeah, Wizards yep. tournament. So on this one, we have they have three eras of games. They have what do they call it? They had uh, EM, Solid State, and Modern. And basically, modern was anything with a DMD or later in it. Yep. Unless it's TNA or Beatles. And solid state was, it was actually mostly late solid state. You didn't really see the uh, 
like you'd see in classics, like the Ali's of the world <laughs> over in Maine. Yeah, it's, it seemed like they chose to, like, they had a certain amount of solid states, and they put all the older solid states in classics, all the newer ones in Maine. Right, and I think that was probably done on purpose, just so that, since you're already guaranteed to play an EM every round, it's like, throw people a bone who like playing more modern games, I guess, I don't know. And like Zach said, TNA and Beatles were considered solid state in this this format. Yeah, that might have been overdoing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, com- compared to putting Beatles in the Classics tournament, I think it was a good head choice. True. You had to play 12 games, but you had to have three in each era minimum. And you got 25 chances. So you got 25 entries. I could see people messing that up and like not playing the right ratio of games or something. S- someone did that. In, <laughs> oh, in no. Group. They accidentally played a set of games where end up, they only had 11 games that counted and they ran out of entries. But they still qualified? But they still qualified. Woo. Wow. Wow. Impressive. Yeah, I almost miscalculated at some point, too. Luckily, I uh, I realized my mistake. Does that mean you did qualify? Yes, we I did. We how to parse that. I tried to figure who you're talking to that I realized that everyone counts, so. <laughs> uh, Steph had, what, Fast Draw? Was that the game that got you in that last one? <laughs> yeah, I think I... Yeah, it was it was awesome, and I'm really glad that the person after me was watching because I rolled it. She didn't realize I rolled it exactly, or well, actually, I realized I rolled it. I thought there was 100,000 point light on fast draw. There is not, my friends. Oh, that's something I was that really I feel lucky. like tournaments should like put a sign up. They did. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Same like I was playing Buccaneer. I was like, I don't know, like whether I need to be watching for this or like telling someone. They like, did after that. I noticed there was one. It might have been on Buccaneer. There was. That, it that was said. on Buccaneer. It's like. Oh, you have all the lights out and have thirty-two thousand. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. so Steph got in on a huge. I think it was the number one score on Fast Draw. It, I'm pretty sure it, it was. was. It was. It was like one thirty-four or something like that. In our, in our last and again, game, I'm really glad that that the person who was going after me was like there watching and was able to validate it because I was like, ah. Uh, just so you know, I rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. I bet I could go to neverdreams.com slash TPF2022. Yep, What there it a is. wild guess. I also bet I can say that Raymond was e- either in first or near first with lots of entries left and just kind of waited to see what he wanted to play. Meanwhile, I was below the cut line going into the last day. I had like six entries left. And for whatever reason... They they had what was it called? Um, bounty hunter, Gottlieb bounty hunter. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I thought like this is the game I think I can blow up. I, I don't know why, but I I see these scores like people are getting two hundred, three hundred k, but then I'm seeing like the high score is like two million. It's like so I'm missing something here. There's some there's something here, and there's big gaps. So I can jump up a lot if I can have a you know a big game in this. And I, I'd like to thank. Um, CJ from New York City, he's uh, he's the guy that heckled Chris at uh, the Twippies oh. the last time. Yeah, I nice. asked him like, uh, "Are you going to be at the Twippies?" Jokingly, he's like, "Oh no, I'm banned from that." Like, okay, but uh, he played Bounty Hunter right before me, and he's telling me the key on this game: you got to spell Bounty Hunter, and then you got to go through the center lane because you get 500k like one shot. Like, oh, holy shit, what? Yeah, so I played. I played first game on it and it lasted a minute and immediately like requeue. It's like, Oh, guess you're on it again. There's no one in queue. Okay. So I played it a second time 
And the first ball went on forever. And I, I got the 500K. My third ball, I almost got 500K again. I actually had it lit. I got it up in oh, the lanes. Oh, that would have been a number one score if yeah, you would, got that. It would have been. Uh, so I got like $2 million And I went from like below the cut line to whoop, now I'm like in the middle. But I know I'm still going to drop out probably because it was too yeah, early. You, you and Steph were basically right next to each other, you know, in that, that vicinity of, oh, goodness, I got to hold on. Yeah, I didn't know what what made me want to throw up more, the fact that I was above the cut line or the fact that I was so close to bleeding out. Steph could be in the number one position and she'll think she's going to bleed out. It's like insane. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, yeah. With like five minutes left, she'll be like, oh, I'm not, it's not going to hold. It's not going to It's, it's going to hold. It's a fair worry for someone who isn't used to this style of tournament. Like when I was top seed early on at Fantastic, I was like, is that going to hold up? I don't know. Should I like play another one? Like, and I have to it say, sort of hold up. I, yeah, I usually I, didn't have, that. I usually have a pretty good feel for that. And just where I was and the amount of time left, it's like ah, that's probably I I need I need one more. And I ended up with I like one one entry left, and I was going to play Beatles, and Zach talked me out of it. We had a conversation. He said, "You know, you really think you can get?" Because I had like three million something on Beatles. And you think you really think you can get over three million again? Like, I think so. No. <laughs> and he looked like, you know, you should play Twilight Zone. It's like, if you get like 100 million, which is, wasn't even one of the higher scores, if you get 100 million, that'd probably be enough. What'd you get, Ron? So, with an hour left or whatever it was, okay, I'm playing Twilight Zone. First ball, I drain myself. I love that. Total flipper flop, drain myself. Second ball drains instantly. Like, oh. Oh, no. This is not good. So, yeah. So the third ball, yeah, I get the Powerball, Mania. I get the multiball. I get a jackpot. I do some things. I drain out, and I have like a, a well, <laughs> I have the right orbit lit for Powerball, or for the load the gumball again, and I shoot it too, a little too early, miss it to the left, and it insto drains. I look up, and I got $110 million. And Zach is standing right behind me. I turn around and say, I better get in now. I did what you said. I blame you if I don't get in. It'll be your fault. Wow. But yeah, that, that's what I needed. And that, that got me in. So Zach didn't lie. No, he didn't lie. Because I know Zach is always right. So I just did what he said. Excellent. So we all Dead made the finals. <laughs> what you do, Zach? Where do you end up? Uh, well, I was qualified like 15th with half my entries used, and then I made the bad decision to try to qualify higher. So I like burned like five entries on Twilight Zone and some entries on Fast Draw and stuff and got up to, I think, fifth place, which gave me a high. You played Twilight Zone six times. The outlands were like super open, so like as soon as you messed up at all, you died instantly. But other than that, but, it was but, totally but the, playable. You could literally plunge to a trap on your flipper every time. Yep. Every shot you needed to make to get the points you needed was all a safe feed and everything. And so I'm just like, I know that I can get like 200 million or whatever I need, you know, to make this worth it. Like it's obviously doable. I just need to not screw up like five shots. So I just ground it to a bench. I didn't screw up those five shots. And uh, I think Raymond pretty much did the same thing. Got near the top with a ton of entries left and... Eventually, what would you have? Like a thousand points. It was so far ahead. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, one person finished above a thousand, and he's on this call. Yeah, it, it, when you, you see Raymond play, I just feel like I'm playing a different. He's playing a different game than I am. It's just, it's different. 
He's it's Neo. A of, it's a game of no outlanes. Let me just <laughs> machine gun classics and get in NBD. Like, what? what is my life? So, uh, in the playoffs... Playoffs? Playoffs. In these kind of tournaments, I just like to get past the first round, and I feel that's like a victory with my talent well, it level. It also loosens you up, and you feel, well, I yeah, feel like but, you... But yeah. I feel like if I get past the first round, number one's more money. Uh, but, yeah. It, it, the f- first round, I think... What did I do? I think I won the first game, or it, it maybe not. It, it it was one of those deals where we're in a group where you had one player was far ahead and the other three were bunched up. So I had a we I had a shot in the last game was Twilight Zone, and I had a situation where on ball three, well I ran out on ball two with the lock is lit and the right orbit is lit. So I'm thinking the whole time before my third ball, okay, do I go for the lock? Because if I hit the lock. And I just, I just hard plunge. It's a perfectly safe feed to the right flipper. I start multi-ball. Or do I go for the right orbit because it's like 15, 20 million, whatever it is. And the game's really close. We're really bunched up in this, in this game. So I made the faithful decision to go for the right orbit. And I missed it the exact same way I did in my qualifying score. Missed it a little to the left, a little to the left, and drain instantly. And oh, Uh, I was uh, so fucking pissed. So I think I made the wrong decision. You have chosen poorly. (laughs) Yeah, you followed up two second places with uh, getting lost in the zone in the very wrong way. I would just say, always shoot that, that right orbit. Air on the late side because it's way less deadly if you miss it late. Oh, and you really? Also get a lot of freebies. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Oh, <really? laughs> uh, well, it, well. The, the other funny thing is, after all this is is done, when the finals are going on, I think it was the finals are going on. You two, Raymond, Raymond and Steph, are talking to each other, and Raymond's like, "Did you get your money yet, or whatever?" And I'm overhearing this, and I'm like, "Money? What?" Why? Because I'm so used to my local tournaments where if you don't get top four, you don't get any money. Most of the stuff I play in. So the whole concept that you lose in the first round and actually still get money, it still doesn't compute with me. So I was like, oh. So I go up to the desk and I'm there like, uh, I've been told I may have money. And he's there like, oh, you must be Ron Hallett. So I figure like, oh, I'm the only idiot who hasn't come up here to get his money yet. And then the guy's there. I recognize your voice. Like, oh. A podcast listener. All right. Hey. Which Woo-hoo. one? I think it's number three. I, I didn't actually ask. So that, that's enough for me. What about you guys? They need to find new people to do the commentary. When it was people who are known, like Jeff Teolis and that kind of stuff, but the guys who there was their, like, their thing to do, oh, my God, did they suck their thing to do. I have no idea what you just said. Well, it was sponsored by, I forget what they called their, what, it, what they called their place even. It was sponsored by like, I can't remember. It was that bad of a name. They were like the guys who were manning the booth. They were the guys manning the booth in the beginning. And then they brought Bob Matthews in and Bob knew what he was talking about. These guys didn't know anything. So they start just talking on a tangent about something else. That sounds like the Slam Tilt podcast. Oh, we go on tangents all the snap. time. A podcast, but they know yes. what they're talking about. We do, but when they when they find, yes, exactly. We do <laughs> as, far as, as far as podcasters go. Yes, but when they're talking about, you know, oh, look at all the people in this place, and and they're talking, to, oh, look at our. This is why we have our name of our place ten times in an hour. Stop self promoting yourself and talk about the tournament that you're watching right in front of you. 
They Appar- were apparently ter- it didn't work if you can't remember what the name of the place is. Exactly. They were that bad. I zoned them right out. Then Teolis got on with Bob, and it was like, oh, thank you, thank you. And the guy would just come in like, yeah, I, I did this. Like he was like Ringo Starr. Hey, look at me! I made a song. I will say though. The stream itself was very high quality, though. The, oh, yeah. no, uh, the, the cameras used, it was the, stuff. the layout, and everything. It was very, very good. It was Phil stuff. They That's had why. an umbrella over the rig. Yes. The, the, the only rig, issue yes. with that is when, uh, in my group, Todd McCulloch was playing in my group. Todd McCulloch is seven foot one. He was hitting the uh, umbrella yeah. with his head. He that went was to, pretty funny. He went to get up, and it literally hit him in the head. Like, oh, it's like, oh. And he's please. such a nice guy. He didn't even yes. like ask them to move it. Yeah. Like, so he played like that for a good few balls before like someone realized, hey, wait a minute, hey, we got a problem. I can uh, empathize with that from that being the exact opposite of the problem I would have, but the being a height that ends up causing an unforeseen issue, I, I can feel for. I feel for him. <laughs> Well, let's see. Uh, well, I think for me, Steph and uh, Zach, it was pretty easy. We, I think we all lost in the first round. Yep, the first round you played. I think for Zach, it really sucked because you, you were mathematically out of it by the second game, but you had to sit there and wait an hour to play Whirlwind. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. I, mean, I, I, I played Creature, and by my second ball in Creature, two players had 400 million points. Yes. And that was like me. Up. That was me in the Whirlwind game where I put up 9 million and got third and yep. the person i didn't want to win won, and the person you know it like all fell against me even though i played a decent game i was going into game three that first round that i was in basically eliminated with one out yeah and and funny story like so i have left the tournament room by this point so i'm i am in i'm probably in the um the show area and i'm, I'm checking the scores and i see raymond what would you have like one point two points two points yeah, two, okay yeah, yeah, so you have yeah. two points and i'm looking and I'm saying to myself, well, the math says there's only one way for this to happen. A bunch <laughs> of stuff's got to happen, and he has to win this game. And even then, he's only going to be tied. So the chances of that happening are low. Then when I saw you actually were in the playoff, I said to myself, if he wins this, he's going all the way. There's just no way he doesn't <laughs> win the tournament. This is like, that's how it happens. Like, you mm-hmm. almost get eliminated. He does that a lot. And when you do that, that, that player almost always goes all the way to win. It's true. I, I I think I've heard of like Keith Elwin doing that at one of the early Papas with the, like a. It was back where all the groups compared to each other, and he like moved on with a tiebreaker with four points or something crazy. Now, <laughs> and I think in your case, what is it? Donovan Step just needed to not get last. Yeah, and he got last, and so you ended up in a playoff with him on. Was it Flash Gordon? Yeah, Flash I picked. Gordon. Yeah. I picked Flash Gordon, which was a little insane, but. I don't know. I liked how that one played and uh, it worked out. So, yeah, it was like 1.8 million to like 80,000 or something. Yeah, I think he yeah, tilted all like, his... It played so friendly and then he, he had a bad game. Like, I just like, of all the times to have like the one bad game of Flash Gordon the entire weekend, yeah. like right then. And then it just kept going. And then we had um, a rowdy crowd by the end. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was like midnight and Everyone was still there at full strength, just like, woo! And some alcohol was flowing, and yeah, whenever anything happened. And getting the great Keeler wow whenever the thing went, whenever the ball went into that right kicker lean on Aztec. Oh, yeah, yep. Just wow. 
And then the last game was on Dialed In, the incredibly awesome Jersey Jack game. And I knew, like, I think the one guy in your group literally sat in front of the monitor watching, and he was like, I need to know, I need to learn how to play this game. So already he was at a disadvantage because he had no, <laughs> he had no idea how to play the game. So he was, he was hurting. Just shoot combos. No. So it ended up being, um, I think it was you first, Steve Bowden second. Yep. That was nice seeing Steve again. Yes, it was. Yeah, Steve avoided, there was, I think, the tiebreaker between third and fourth, which they played on uh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Ah, Twilight Zone. And you got your trophy through uh, baggage check without any issue. Yeah, just a comment from the uh, the guy or girl behind the X-ray who who uh, asked me, uh, "Is that a, a Gandalf? What what kind of wizard shape thing is that?" <laughs> so so you know, it went through there, and they just see this like weird outline of a wizard, and they're just like, "What?" It, it was almost it, yeah. They they didn't take it out of the bag, which was crazy, and I, I was really happy because I had it smushed in with all my clothes, like perfectly compacted. So when are we getting a Twilight Zone? The Twilight Zone. No. And if our listeners remember from my Indus trip, I had fun getting home from Indisc. Uh, let's just say I also had fun getting home from Texas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> More fun or less fun? Or, uh, yeah, well, this was even less fun because at least getting home from Indus, I still got back at the same time I was originally supposed to get back. It was just uh, fun getting there. This time, I mean, it was very simple. Dallas to Newark, New Jersey, and then Newark to Albany. Oh, those are two very popular routes. And I should be back by 11 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah. Right? Get to the airport. There's no one in line at security. I'm just, boom, I'm through. As soon as I'm putting my shoes back on, my phone goes off. Text, your flight to Newark is delayed by two hours. So now I can't make my connecting flight. So I go to the desk, and United has no way they can get me to Albany on that day. So I end up going to uh, Dulles and sleeping overnight at the Dullis Airport. Mm. And then a flu home. Well, it got even better. So the best they could do is get me on the 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. flight from Dulles <laughs> to Albany. That would have been the one time I would have praised a 5 a.m. flight over a 5 p.m. flight yes. if I have to spend the night in the airport. Well, there's only three uh, flights, unfortunately, from Dulles to Albany, one at 12, one at 5, one at 10. So I was on the one at 5. I put myself in the um, standby list for 12, and I was first on the standby list. Then that plane was delayed by two hours. So I got another two-hour delay to figure out whether I was going to get on or not. Then they loaded the plane up. Woman goes in, seeing if there's any seats available. She comes out and gives the thumbs down. No. <laughs> so then at five Ouch. o'clock, uh, I find out the five o'clock plane is delayed. Jesus Christ. Maintenance issues. And then at five thirty, we're told, yep, it's going to be delayed till at least six. Uh. At which point I go into the bathroom, come out and they're loading the plane. Wait a minute. Oh. Two minutes ago, they just said that we're delayed till six. So we're not delayed till six. Like, nope, they're loading up. All we right. fixed it with bubble gum. Yeah, we fixed That's <laughs> yeah, scary. Wait. It's so broken that it's going to be till six before it's fixed. But now, oh, no, it's okay. We kicked it. It it turned on. (laughs) So, yes, another wonderful experience. I I know the best places to sleep at Dulles now. That's good. I I know that the airport turns the heat off at night. 
So Zach would love That's it. Good. You know, 60 degrees. I had my coat on and I literally could not sleep. I never slept. I, I was up. I was up from like 9 a.m. Sunday until I, I went to bed at like 10:30 p.m. on Monday. At least bum, bum. Uh, you were an hour behind, so he. <laughs> yeah, just, I was never that tired, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that was the Texas Pinball Festival. I say overall, it, it definitely had it had a good crowd there. I would say it was a rousing success. They already have the dates for next year's. Ready to go. They just so announced. You guys already reserved your rooms and everything. You're going back, right? I'll probably go back because I, I I like the show. Don't they like announce the rooms and stuff? Yeah, they announce the rooms and stuff, Bruce. So they haven't announced the rooms yet. Are you? It's going like back? really hard to actually get one at the embassy. Yeah, the only reason I got one at the embassy is because Zach saw that they were available and sent me a message that they were available. So please do the same thing again, Zach. It's also hard to get into the uh, tournament. So whether. You- you think you'll you'll be going or not? If yeah, you I didn't like think tournaments. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to be in the main tournament because I was like 40th on the wait list or whatever, and I'm like, oh yeah, because I was in the classics, but I wasn't in the main. And then I couldn't believe when I got the email, like, yeah, you're in. Like what? Okay. They could have. It was kind of weird too because the classics technically could have taken 240, but only 213 ended up playing. But they had no way of moving the wait list because they, you know, people have to tell them that they're not coming, which in order wrong. to move the wait list. You guess what? You're not there out of like one o'clock, maybe, you know, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, it really feels like they should put at least some, like, you have to check in by this time. Yeah, late. Exactly. yeah a check in so that walking, you know, yeah, walk ins who are on the wait list. Could and then if there's paid. no one on the wait list, then any walk in could play. You know, exactly. it seems silly there's to have spots be open. Yeah, and not being used. I agree. All right. So, whoppers for everyone. Yes, whoppers for everyone except Bruce. Sorry, Bruce. Well, he'll get Whoppers uh, this weekend, hopefully. Yeah, 1.2. District 82? <laughs> yeah, this, this upcoming weekend, we'll all be at District 82. So come up and hug Bruce. Make sure to say hi to him. Hug Bruce and get a group picture of all of us. No. And I want a behind-the-scenes uh, tour of the uh, repair area. Oh, yeah you, want, yeah, you want to see all the parts and everything, yeah. I do. <laughs> Are they, like, off, off-prem or something? I don't know if there are or not. I, don't know. I feel like he showed a video once and he was like, here's all the parts in my garage at home. And then I drive the yeah, games over. Yeah, I feel like, like I've seen that too. I mean, probably at least some hand there. But like, I think like the main thing is in a separate location. Hug Bruce. Take lots of pictures of Zach. He loves that. Take, It'll be, yeah, Ron, that's take, mean. Take Ron's jacket off. He loves that. <laughs> Show him the real Wisconsin winter. Yes. What was the temperature like last time we were there? I don't remember. I mean, it was also the middle of the summer. It was? It was like August. Oh, really? Yeah, this is going to be – look, if Wisconsin is anything like New York is right now, it's going to be cold. Bring an extra jacket. You're going to die of freeze. So I should pack at least half long pants. You should probably have backup long pants, Zach. Yes. Unless Wisconsin is very nice and warm. I don't know, right? How's Chicago? That's closer. Uh, it's 35 degrees here, so it's it's probably going to be pretty chilly in the mornings. I'm guessing by the uh, you know afternoons, uh, you could probably step out and get some nice sunshine. Or what I like to do is go to my car, and because of the, like, it's like a little greenhouse in there, and it's <laughs> nice and warm, so you can like warm up in your car. Okay, so, so we have to so find Ron, Ron and Ray in, Ray's car. in the yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, in Texas, it was 80 degrees outside, but I was hardly ever outside. <laughs> it was beautiful outside. And of course, in the, in the main hall, it was like 62 degrees. I was freezing my ass off. Way too cold. <laughs> I knew it was going to be like that, too. They always crank up the AC big time. But yeah, I'm looking forward yeah, to this weekend. There. You can uh, catch the stream on Fox City's Pinball. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, you can look at the Texas was streamed at Wormhole Pinball uh, oh, on YouTube yay. and Twitch. <laughs> that was the group. That was a wormhole. <laughs> I felt like it went down the wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's where you can find all the replays. Wormhole yes. Pinball. So if you want to watch the uh, the finals, which listen like I said, to the has- great commentary before the. <laughs> you can watch Raymond because I don't know how any of us were on stream. I think I might have one game on stream. You yeah, I think they night. followed our group. I don't know. Yeah, maybe while we were waiting for Whirlwind, they kept it on Whirlwind because someone picked Whirlwind all three rounds, and it was just nonstop Whirlwind for like an hour and a half of Whirlwind. <laughs> that Whirlwind, oh, I think, might have uh, played a little too long. The takedown, the women's Texas takedown. Did anybody watch any of that? Uh, I had my worst showing in a women's tournament probably ever, so... We're not going to talk about me, but... Finals were fun it, to watch. Yeah, finals were really fun to watch. And um, the person who won, just I think it was Jessica who won? It doesn't yes. show. Why does it not show? What was the final game on? Dialed um, in. Yeah, it was dialed in. But yeah, like, Sunshine was dominant throughout most of the tournament. She was first seed going into standings. Louise Wagonsoner was there. She got in. And Lori Bender and Jessica Thaxton rounded it out. And I believe Jess... Oh, and Rebecca Salem got fifth, fifth place. Yep. That's awesome. She was... Yeah, uh, I'm, like, I'm like, finally... I Like I said, I did really crappy. Um, I couldn't believe that Steph Guida was in in the top four. I don't know what happened there. They used yeah, all her, mind, uh, her energy. Believe me, I was beating myself up about my crappy play and more about feeling crappy about my crappy play during a women's tournament the whole time. It's really hard to get to not stay in your own head when you're at a women's tournament and you should be celebrating everyone who's there. Um, it's really hard to not stay in your own head. Bruce isn't I, I haven't wild. had an out-of-body out of experience. Well, if you stay in your own head or else you're just going to be a lump of grump and not enjoy <laughs> the vibe. And I wanted to enjoy the vibe, so it was, I was also. I think it started at like eight, eight in the morning. So I mean, who can blame you for being a grump lump at eight in the morning? <laughs> After you up how late the last day watching the finals? Yeah, uh, I went to bed at midnight. So you got at least like five hours of sleep. Yeah. The winner was. I believe it was Jessica Thaxton, was it not? Were there, recall- two, were there two Jessicas in the final? No. Then I th- then it must have been yeah. And it was really cool. I think yeah, they Jessica had a room. was just uh, starting her own Bells chapter. I want to say it was Mississippi. That I think that's the shape that cool. I remember. I almost wanted to say it Missouri, could be Alabama. but I think it was. I get might those confused. Be. Is it left or the right? Yeah. <laughs> I have to go find the sticker now. Mississippi Bells sounds like a group, like a country group or something. It was something like the Dirty Down Mississippi or Dirty Down South Bells or something, but it was it was just so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, they had a whole room. That's the, um, that's the get myself out of my head thing is if I go and sulk about having a crappy showing, I won't get to meet the people and I won't get to celebrate their wins like that. So that's what that bruisism 
Stephism translated to. All right. Uh, I'm in the ball bag, Bruce. Oh, yeah. We're, we're done with Texas here. I'm in the ball bag. I can talk about my ball bag that I didn't send. Oh, 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 my. Oh, my. Send it now. <laughs> All right. This one's from Jim. It says, hi, guys. Ron, you don't need to buy new glass. Just use some Windex and a brand new razor blade. Just like removing bird shit from windows. Oh, that's about the Deadpool translate that sticks to the glass. I mean, yeah, I, I could do that. But then I can, I can never use that translate again. Because like all the black came off it and is now in the glass that I've just now taken off of the razor blade. So I got big patches on, the, uh, yep. on, my, on my translite. Yeah, it'll be just like an EM, you know, the flaking paint. Yeah, it's it's almost like a back glass at that, that point. Let's see. Next one. Do, 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 do. We got this is from Greg. Hi, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hi, fellas. I've been taking a look at the so-called Weebly boards since you have been talking about them a bit lately. I want to get some of the improved code into my Stir 9 ball. It has an Alltech MPU. Apparently, the Weebly can take new code. It must be programmed into a 27.512 and installed in U1. Is this something that I can do with the code you are running? I have zero experience with burning ROMs. Might need to pay someone to do it for me. Let's see. Later, I might work with someone to fine-tune Cosmic Princess code. It is pretty nicely balanced, mm. but a couple of bugs and could do with a little improvement. Okay, Greg. Um, I know at least with Scott's newer code, he usually has a 512 image he puts in there, specifically so you can burn it for one of the Weebly boards. Also, Andrew, the guy who does the Weebly boards, uh, Scott, I believe, is one of his testers, or at least they, they work together in some capacity in that if you look at some of the, the, the Weebly boards, there's a list of custom code that comes with it, and a lot of it is Scott's versions of games. So you may, if you just get a Weebly board, it might already have the version you're looking for on it. Uh, you'd have to go to a site. He's got like a PDF that has all the different versions, but some, it might say like nine ball stock. And then it'll say nine ball, like home edition or, or custom. You just have to find out what that means. I think that answers the question. It does. So thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. EM converted to run Arduino. Mm. Pinball restorations, Aussie guide and a link. Actually, you should look at this, Zach. I've already done that. I made one of those before. You've made one of those before. Of course you have. Okay, well, we'll look at this. Thank you, Greg. Okay, so that is the ball bag. Oh, my. May I make my addendum? Oh, no. Well, no, 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 no. Guess what? You don't have to read it, Ron. You don't have to read it. And the fact that I'm just making it verbally means that I'm going to make it short because I write longer than I talk. Okay. So about two episodes ago, the last episode that you had Zach on, at the very end, you were starting to close up the show and Bruce immediately remembered something about a connector taking a shit on him. And you complained that he was going off topic and you said <clears throat> that you have that you've never been told, quote unquote, I love when you go off on crazy tangents that go on forever. Well, as part of the Slantil community, I would like to formally say that we love when you go off on crazy tangents that go on forever. I do apologize for the editing, but we love it. 
I feel like that's the point of the Slam Toad podcast, isn't it? Is just to give them opportunity to go off on random tangents. Yeah, it's they're full of knowledge, but they're not full of class or order. They're classless tangents. And like school on Sunday. Coming soon, a tangent. (laughs) Classless tangents, yes. Oh, I think I have a title. Have we had enough classless tangents to to, uh, validate that? Yeah, we haven't really had this episode. Not yet. (laughs) All right, Bruce. Your time to shine has come. I love Spooky. This is going to be my editorial. Okay. First, I had a call from Christopher Franchi. We all know Christopher Franchi. He's like, hey... You still doing repairs in the area? I'm like, yeah, why? He goes, I got a buddy. He has a Halloween, and he's a friend of mine. Can you go check out his machine? He's doing a couple weird things. Okay, not a problem. So I go to this gentleman's house. He's right in Rochester. He's a big Halloween guy. Very nice guy. He's got everything. He's got masks in his house and all based off of Halloween. Great. And he's got right in the corner, he's got a Halloween Whatever their special edition is, it's their limited bloodsucker edition, whatever you want to call it. It's the pre, you know, the best one. It's got the topper and all that. The topper, and he's got the butter cabinet. So he spent a ton of money. I get there, and first the flippers drooped down completely, so it loosened up. And he's like, and the ball gets stuck in the the right-hand target. Okay, so first thing I do, I open it up. It's Give me a hard time trying to get this play field, even to slide out. I'm like, this is really weird. And when I went to go unlatch his uh, his latch bars, he's like, oh, you only have to unlatch one side. The second side doesn't latch. I'm like, okay, well, we'll get back to that later on. I'm like, okay, we get the glass off. I finally get the play field out, and I flip it up. And okay, so we tighten the flipper down, really crank on it. I don't know why Spooky does the doesn't have the newer style William Mex. I thought he's it, still using the no, he's using the Allen on one side and the wrench on the other side. That's the original Williams Mex, though. I, exactly. I don't know why he's not using the new style. I like the old style. I thought they I tightened the better. Style. Oh, okay. No, I think I like the new style. Zach, new style for the win. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that he didn't argue with. He didn't read it right for it. I can't tighten either style. I, just, <laughs> I feel like my Allen key is going to break. That's what I feel also. Well, or my wrench is going to You don't need an Allen key with the new style. You don't need an Allen key with the new style. That's the best thing about it. And you can tighten it with, with the flippers in the same position, so you need to like exactly. take out the Allen key and then check the alignment. And then Speaking of tangents. So I lift this up, and I'm like, okay, let me go see what the switch and switch test. You boot the machine up. It takes like a minute to boot the machine up, almost two minutes now. I had the Rick and Morty. The Rick and Morty took like maybe a minute. This is now two minutes. And while I'm in there, I'm looking up at I'm looking at the servos for now for the uh, ball kickouts right by the flippers. And they're okay. I'm like, that's kind of cool looking. The elevator? Yeah, the elevators. They call them servos, yes. So I get into test mode. Switch behind the drop target is not working. So I get my multimeter out, test the switch, touch it closes it's showing continuity when you hit when you tap it perfect okay let's start tracing this back i go i start going up to the back box you know and saying there's no boards in the back box anymore nothing so is it is it just like a light strip no it's a light strip and and and, and a display and no light strip display and the little controller to control the settings on the display that's it 
Well, they went to the new system, right? What's that? The Pinatar yes. board or whatever yes. it's called? Or what do they call it? That's all underneath the play field now. Mm-hmm. Getting where I'm going. Remember in the past, I've talked about how Spooky loves to use glue guns. Well, now we got rid of the glue guns. Hooray. They finally listened to somebody. But they still don't know cable management too well. I'm tracing this back to this board. If you look at the play field, it's on the lower rear, left-hand side, lower of the play field. So all the way in the back corner. And there's a bunch of connectors there. So I'm tracing, physically tracing wires because there's no manual at all. Not like an online PDF? Nothing. You, You go to the Spooky's website, you know what they have? They give you the list of rings you can have for your machine. Is it actually code. a diagram or is it just a list? Just a list. Same as Alice Cooper. Yes. Alice Cooper has a manual that they released like three years late as a PDF. Yes. yes. And it has a rubber ring list, but not a chart of where they go. And wait, wait, it gets better. And that's the last manual they've released. Rick and Morty still doesn't have a manual. But we'll, I digress. Let's go, let's go back into the thing. The cable management. There are so tight, they barely give you any excess wire. So I'm pulling out, and I finally pull out this wire. One wire breaks right in my hand because they're so tight. So now I got to cut, snip, reconnected it, check continuity from the switch to the plug. Yep, now I have it. Plug it back in. Switch works. Great. There's an opto behind the drop target. Switch 82 on the right-hand side drop target. If you go into test mode, it says extra ball target. Nowhere on the playfield does it say extra ball. So I would go then to a manual and say, hey, where are the switches located? Oh, I can't tell you because I can't tell you where any of the switches are supposed to be. Why the fuck not? Why? Why don't you have switch locations for your past two new games? Does anybody have an answer or a hypothesis? It's not like, you know, do you have an answer? Answer me! <laughs> yes. I, I don't understand it. Why the fuck are they not releasing this stuff? Is there anybody not in Benton, Wisconsin, that can actually type a manual? <laughs> Since it seems like they only hire people from Benton, Wisconsin. So is this a, a no manuals rant? It's a, how am I supposed to fix a machine without any knowledge? Any information? This is why they're not UL-approved either, because they have to actually have manuals to be UL-approved. Also, like, this is 2022. Yes. You have have an LCD display. Show the playfield diagram on your LCD display. Thank you. And this version of Halloween Code does not have a ball search. Well, it does have a ball search. It ball searches everything except for the drop targets. You want a tangent? Here's a tangent for you. On my big game, I finally got the spinner working good on it, but I had something happen on big game. I've I've never had this happen on any game, actually, other than getaway, but it was a different situation. You know on the Stearns how the outhole kicker is way too strong on most of the old Stearns? It'll fire it, and it'll just go back into the – and it'll take a couple times. Well, big game, I start a game, it kicks the ball out, so fast, I don't even see it. And all of a sudden, I just hear a thud in the bottom of the cabinet. It fell out? The ball fell out through the shooter lane. I have no idea how this happened. B- 
because I mean, there's a space between where the shooter lane ends and where the metal housing is, but it's not enough to fit a ball. So I have no idea how this happened. This is only the second time in like 17, 18 years of collect- I've ever had that happen. The other time was getaway. It flew off of the uh, supercharger, fell through the back of the game, but I, I've never had it happen in the shooter lane. That is weird. I have no idea how that happened. I'm physically trying to fit it through there, figuring out, you know, how did this, how did it fall through? I can't figure it out. But it's not even on their website. It's nothing. Okay. No, no manuals is, is bad. Make some manuals, yes. spooky, please. There. Yeah. Get what it. the fuck? Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. R- r- rant, <laughs> rant over. Do you remember this? The great Stern game Q? I think we talked about it before. Only yes, six in existence. Yes. Is that going to be the next uh, remake after Beatles? No. Of course it is. I think it is. No. There was there was one at the Sanctum. Yes. Is there no more? Because it was it sold. It is gone. It is gone. Jim sold a lot of them up. Jim sold his Dragon Fist, his Nine, nine Ball, and a couple others right off the bat. See what what he should do is, is is pair them up one desirable one not, not, not yeah desirable. like like star like, yeah, uh, like if you want to buy the dragon fist you have to buy the trident I'm sorry or, or stingray yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck stingray <laughs> pretty but, sure uh, there's a stingray at District 82 <laughs> in the air conditioned room oh good so they can't use it because you can't stream in there beautiful yes yes yeah, so if you stay just you're the- on stream. Oh, yeah, it's exactly. right next to the Star Trek Next Generation, isn't it? Or is that in the other air conditioner room? Uh, no, it's it's in there, I think. I've got the memo. So as long as you stay in group number one, you won't have to yep. play Star Trek Next Gen or Stingray. When I take first every tournament, they'll be like, yeah, I want to thank you, like, Steph for pointing out that Next Gen is in the non-streaming room. And so <laughs> is Stingray. So what game, what's the best game I could be buying and going to get in Atlanta? Okay, so you're, you're going to Atlanta to get a game. To pick up a game. It's already gotten. I paid for it. For no other reason. You're like, you're literally driving all the way down to Atlanta to pick up a game. Get, pick up three games. Three games. Three? Three I games. I knew about one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's, that's, what, that's why you have to listen to the show. Okay. So are we doing the guessing game again? Yes, of course. How many questions do we each get? Yeah, that's the thing. How many questions do we get? All together, you guys get 20. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. We'll be here for two hours. Was it made... Before if I already know one of, sorry. What did, yeah, you already know one of them. Everyone yeah. knows one. Okay, well, guess what? You guys can give Ron some hints. How's that? Ron, give me the guesser. Give me hints. Go ahead. Please hint me. So for the game that I know, mm-hmm. we brought it up earlier in the podcast. I have a terrible short-term memory, so that's a fail for me. We did? We did. I thought it was a pretty warm tip. At yep. least one of them is a game that you also want, Ron. Yes, it is a game you want. Oh, Sinbad? No. Countdown? You want a Sinbad? Countdown? Two. Yes, yes. One is one is that. Oh, okay. Countdown. We we might have done that one. Okay, so what? The other two. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Is it an EM? Probably yes. not. Oh, it is. <laughs> and wait, but it's an EM you actually want? Oh, wait, did we do this hot tip? Yes. Yeah, we did okay, this so already. That, that's number two. We guessed this okay, already. Now- Okay, so now number three. Okay, so basically, uh, listeners, those are two we already did in the previous episode. So now we have a third one. See, that's how bad Ron's short-term memory is. <laughs> and yours, too. I knew. You knew? So you had us do the exact same thing on the show? 
Yep, just to make you look bad. See stupid. how it works. All right. Is it an EM? <laughs> no. Okay. Is it Williams? No. Bally? No. Stern? Yes. So it's a, I'm guessing an old Stern, probably. Uh, well, is it a Stern Electronics? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not Godzilla. No. <laughs> Does it have two flippers? I don't even know. God. Does it I have think a spinner? It That's a stupid one. Every Stern game has a spinner, so that would be <laughs> dumb. <proven> now. <laughs> Hold on. Hang on. I think I know which one this was. I think you told me at some point. Mm-hmm. This is a hint, I guess. I've only played it like once, so I have to look it up on IPDB. Uh, have I ever played it, Bruce? Yes. Of course I have. John, is there a game that you haven't played? Yes. There's lots of EMs I haven't played. Probably 400 games I haven't played. There's lots of games I haven't played. Um, okay, go ahead. You know what I would ask, uh, Ron? What? I would ask about how many balls it has. How many balls does it have? tell you <laughs> uh, I, I meant like does it have multi-ball yeah does it have multi-ball yes it does uh, did he get the balls a popping no 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 oh oh uh, does it have you speech can... so, hold on uh wow you don't even know you know these games you need to actually know the answer when you ask a question it's very I important expect... can you message expect... me what game it is so i can answer the questions what can you message me what game it is so i can answer the questions because i forget what game it is you Hold forgot, on. really? I mean, I'm I'm hoping that I haven't forgotten. I, I don't know if I knew or not. You did. Okay. I can't keep track of it anymore. Is it free fall? Yes. There you go. So yes, does it, it multi ball? Yes. 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 Can you activate it? No. Maybe. <laughs> well, but there's the new there's the new ROM though. I played it. I played a free fall at Texas with the new ROM and an extra third flipper added. Ooh. What? What? Is it a flipper that, that that's pointed straight down at the top to go into the lock? Yeah, to tap it down. No, when you're going no, no. It's it's on the right upper right, not upper. It's above the right slingshot. There's another like flipper, like and it, it, it totally no, a little bit further. It's where there's a rubber there right, like on, a, a, on, a, on a on the regular version. It's got a rubber there with an arrow pointing to it. Like you hit the rubber and it does something. It's like a switch that was. Pulled out now was an actual flipper installed. That threw me because when I'm playing it, I'm like, I played this before. I don't remember the flipper being there, but I figured it had to be because they wouldn't add a flipper. Who adds a flipper? They added a flipper. I didn't find it any easier to get multi-ball. I I didn't lock a single ball the entire two games I played on it. It has the same issue where the lock is not directly hittable. So we need the injector from Airborne. There you go. Mm. So did you see the picture I showed a couple days ago from Naps Arcade on the Slam Podcast? Clone? Oh, Orbiter 2? Yes, Orbiter (laughs) 2. And Mm 2.5. Well, explain the story. A renowned pinball arcade collector, John Exidy, recently shared an amazing find in the pinball enthusiast Facebook group. A friend of his recently purchased a prototype of the 1982 Electronic Orbiter 1 which itself is super rare. Inside the game, though, he found Polaroids of a never-seen game prototype called Clone. It's like it's wild, and it actually is like two versions of this. It yeah, was there's two- definitely two different games in those yes. pictures. And there's nothing on this thing, and they show four pictures of this and two different back glasses because of two different clone pictures. And two different play fields. Two different play fields and two different cabinets. And because it has one is the uh, 
blue and white stern, and then one is just a blue cabinet. So their cloning did not go very well. No, it did not. And that's from Nap Arcade. Thank you, Jason Nap. But yeah, that's see, that's a game Ron never played. So something for you to ask Gary about when you interview him any day now, right? Any year. Yeah, any any year, any year. Any I've already I've already been sending vodka to Gary. I don't know if he's been getting yet. <laughs> Gary, we love you. Just drink my vodka and call us up one of these times. Oh <laughs> By the way, circling back to Freefall, IPDB has a really cool factlet, uh, factoid, I guess. On this game, Harry Williams reused the same upper playfield wireform design from another game that he designed, Williams' 1954 Skyway and Vectoid. He also reused the stepper mech, or the, the ball walker mech, from mm-hmm. his previous game, Flight 2000. Flight 2000. It's, it's also because that, that same stepper mech is in uh, Bally's Mad World from the 60s, with mm-hmm. the same multi-ball lock back to the shooter lane thing. No matter how neat it is, it's already existed. No matter how cool it looks, it was already in a previous game. That's one thing I learned about pinball. Except for that lane saver on poker. Well, no, actually, yeah, John that. Papaduke beat you on that one. It just no, never came the, out. the other outlane saver. Oh, the other one. So I, I think that's, uh, that ought to be a long enough episode for those going to District A2 tournament to listen to on the way there, which means I'd have to get it out even earlier. Yes, you'll have to listen to this all driving up, guys. You have to listen to yourselves. No. Are you kidding? We're doing. We're obviously going to do a slam till in the car episode. Not without me, man. Well, once we pick you up. Yes, once once we pick you up in the five minute drive to the <laughs> yeah, to the event here. from You'll the hotel. We'll, we'll just go all the, the way to hours. there, and then once you get in the thing, then we'll say like, "Say goodbye, Bruce." Right as you get in the car. <laughs> this way, we'll technically do it with you. And then you get to listen to whatever shenanigans we got up to in the car and comment while we're at this Diddy Do or something. I don't know. This episode is so long, Raymond has fixed at least five rush bugs during the course of this episode. He's, oh he's programming away <laughs> right now. Version he, has five bugs. he has found five bugs playing and fixed them while this podcast is being recorded. Nice. It's amazing. Fresh. Ah. What's the, what's the, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You saved that. every one of us? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so uh, this has been episode 183. Where can they find us, Ron? They can find us. Oh, we are the Slam Tail Podcast, Bruce. Did you know I'm in another podcast called Silverball Chronicles? Never heard of it. Yes, to be featured on the Pinball Network. We're so close. Which Raymond, know, Raymond, so close. Raymond is also on <laughs> the Pinball Network. Shut up. So Zach right, right. picked up on it so well. Thank you, Zach. So Raymond, what, what's what's your channel? Uh. Ray Day Pinball. Ray, what's your podcast? Uh, I don't have one on TPN. But you have a podcast, right? That's going to have a new episode out any day now? Is that any what, what our three-hour drive is going to be? The three of us forcing you to record Do or Die? I'd really like to hear Raymond's perspective on his tournament performance at the Texas Pinball Festival. If there only was a podcast that existed, well, yes, maybe he could just wait. Then he'd have all that material for a good two-hour podcast. If only he had a nice podcast. car ride with the other people who played in the tournament to add information into it. Mm, you know, like, maybe he could just hit record find. on his phone and just then not edit it, and boom, it'd be easy. Boom. Yeah. Or, or if I'm going to edit it in the drive back. No, the I'm not too. editing shit. But we are the Slam Tilt Podcast. Uh, you can check us out at www.slamtiltpodcast.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. 
All those links are on the upper right-hand corner of our Slam Tilt page. When was the last time you tweeted? We can be reached at slamtiltpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm an asshole. <laughs> if you want to reach this asshole, that is Bruce, and tell him how great Halloween is and how he's a spooky hater. I am a spooky hater now. I'm glad I got rid of my spooky. Which one was that? Rick and Morty is sold. Rick and Morty God. is uh, one of the games at the local that you currently can't play because the bill acceptor doesn't work. But Did they put it right next to Guns N' Roses just really float your boat? Yeah, uh, you, you can take it forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so th- thanks to everybody out there, although a bunch of them are on the podcast this time. So thanks, thanks, folks. Woo. Mr. Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. I'm a bonus. Cluster Vuck people. Thanks, yes. everybody. I, th- I think that's it. This is a long one, folks. This is the part that never ends. And it goes on and on, my friends. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Kevin Rizzo. Exactly, which which has happened. <laughs> it has happened. Zero redundancy. Love it. <laughs> Single point of success. <laughs> it's called redo it again. <laughs> redo it again. Oh, that is a Bruceism. Yes, it is. So let's check this. Uh, let's everyone. Hi, I'm Ron. Hi, Hi I'm Billy Joe Bob Smith. Hi, Billy Bob What? Hi, I'm Raymond Davidson. Hey, I'm Zachary Fry. <laughs> well, Zach's mic has gotten way better than last time. It has. Hi, I'm quieter now. I hope. No, you're louder, actually, somehow. You're actually louder. What the fuck? But that's good, because we can hear you. She's no. all ready for the podcast. I don't know what my volume's at. I, did, I just adjusted it to four. It needs to go to 11. To 11, yeah. Yes. <laughs>